What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of PC Wrestling. It is host G Baby in effect today. Not yet, absolutely. It is host G Baby in effect today. Uh, shout out Malik, shout out at shout out Lewis. They unfortunately won't be able to make it today. We will be getting another guest. Y'all know him, that man Trent, nastiest person I've ever interacted with. So <laughs> it's, it's it's gonna be popping. But um, before before we get into the you know how this episode is gonna work, I see I see your title. I see the name that you put, Jade. Uh huh. CM Punk's nightmare. Uh huh. Hey, so let me ask you real quick, just off the rip, because I want to get your okay. thoughts. Because I thought uh-huh. about you when I saw it. How do you feel Yo, about CM Punk's promo? Yeah, what up, what up? CM Punk's promo. Yeah, how did you feel about CM Punk's promo? Man, you ever you ever walked into a public restroom and you you take a quick sniff and immediately know someone in there just taking a hot smelly dump? Yo, <laughs> man, God, no. I, I I am I am walking through the public bathroom of CM Punk's first WWE promo. That shit was ass. That was terrible. I'm going to speak from the heart. I'm going to be all emotional. No one wants to hear that, CM Punk. No one so what wants did you want to hear? hear that. What did you want to hear? Listen, if CM Punk is, is going to be CM Punk, then be fucking CM Punk. I don't need a second Cody Rhodes. See, we already got Cody Rhodes crying in every other promo that he does. I don't need CM Punk up in there. Oh, WWE is my home that I shit-talked on social media for seven years. Cut me a fucking break. You're there for the money. You're there because Uncle Tony dropped you on your ass and you had nowhere else to go. Where were you going to go, TNA? Well, Osprey wasn't going. You sure Al wasn't going. So, no, I don't want to hear any of that. That promo was ass. It was buns, like Lewis would say. I, 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 I'm As far as I'm aware, as far as I care, rather, CM Punk's debut is pushed to next week because that was a waste of time. That was a waste of time. You know, you know what I think it genuinely was? Because I'm not going to lie. I was kind of like, hmm, how is WWE good around the fan was crapping on a company for who knows how many years, right? How are they going to get around that? And pretty much they were like, yeah, just don't mention anything you did at all. They did the old Vince tactic. Don't mention the fact that you came back to wrestling before you got here. Just don't do it at all. And because I think somebody said NDA. I don't know if he signed the NDA, but I know Tony Khan was like, legally, I can't talk about CM Punk. So maybe they were like, well, you legally can't reference them. Even though I think that I'm not here to make friends, I'm here to make money. I think that was definitely a shot at the Young Bucks. Yeah. He just couldn't say Bucks because then they would have caught him. Yeah. Uh, but it's also like, but Triple H is also petty. Petty. You know, this is the same guy who, when uh, Billy Gunn was getting inducted, he was like, Vince is going to buy that company and run about the business. And it was like, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. So, I'm just saying. I didn't, uh, I didn't do you think it was by design? I didn't even want him to mention. I just responded to that real quick. I, don't, I didn't want him to mention AEW. I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't even care if he mentioned anything from the last seven years. Seth Rollins, right, is, is either for shoot really pissed off or is in character really pissed off. Either way. All we get from that is, oh, everyone's happy to see me except for one guy. You know, I, fuck, just say it. Just fucking say it. I don't need any of this. Oh, this is my home and then I'm here to make money. And I'm just. So, Jay, my thing is, so let me ask you, what do you expect like Punk to do when he, like, just his tenure here now? Like, what do you expect? Like, I don't, like, is there anything that can move you to make you, like, like excited that CM Punk is here or is just dead? 
<laughs> Listen, I, I said last week, Trent, I, I admitted, right? Is CM Punk probably going to do some cool stuff? Probably. Is he eventually going to cut a, a really good... He had five minutes. Okay. Keep, here come the excuses from the CM Punk marks. He had five minutes. Give me a fucking break. This is the this is why I hate CM Punk. It just CM Punk is he going to do some cool stuff? Probably. Was that the best promo work he can do? No. no. My thing is Trent. No matter what what cool thing he does, the thing he has to prove to me and everyone in the TikTok comments, he ain't got nothing to prove to anybody. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The thing he has to prove to me is that he can be in a company, he can work with other people, and he can have that level of success without it inflating his already damaged ego. I need to see him have a long-term run with WWE. I don't care if he has beef with people behind stage. Wrestling and beef go together like actual beef and cheese, right? He can have beef with people backstage, but it, it can't leak into the ring. It can't leak into the promos. And if that starts happening, and if I start seeing tweets from SRS and Dave Meltzer saying that CM Punk is eating by himself in the break room, because no one there likes him. The break room. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna be done with it. So regardless of what he does on screen trip, I need to see him be different, and I need to see him handle his beefs differently. That's what I need to see from CM Punk. It's all about that. You think, as far as I'm concerned. You think that promo was for for uh, by design? You think they're building up to to the Chirac Punk? Yeah, I think I think so. I think so. It's it's yeah. very possible. It's but all I, think, I, I all I know is to hype it up and to make even someone like me tune in to the entire three episodes of Raw because I had to know <laughs> for the purposes of this podcast, I needed to know what CM Punk was gonna say, and then to watch him goo goo gaga over WWE for five minutes. Man, get out of here. I don't I don't, don't need worry. that. Well, don't worry, that venom will be here by me. So yeah, because they said it was by design, right? And so I kind of agree, but in a different light. I feel like with CM Punk, his whole when he really caught that fire, <laughs> the hottest he's ever been. What character was he? Anti-company, you're holding me back. I deserve better. He's coming back and he's gonna get everything he wanted. He's gonna get the rumble win. I'm sorry, Gunther. That's no longer yours. Yeah, he's, tough. it's tough, but hey, 2025 maybe. He's gonna get the rumble win. He's gonna get the main event of night one. Yeah, like, is. there's no way CM Punk is not unless you get like a Becky Lynch type of situation where somebody like else just catches major heat on unprovoked. Like they just catch fire. Ag, he's getting that main event. You don't be surprised. I should start. Hey, don't hey, don't be surprised. I should come back. And you know what? I don't care what she does. She's not getting that main event. Like she's 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 not. Yeah, she's not getting over punk. So that's what I'm saying. Like maybe this, maybe we're about to see a a truly happy CM Punk, right? Because he's gonna get everything he wanted. CM Punk is a miserable piece of shit. He's never gonna be right. Happy. And now the one thing that it makes him happy. miserable, he do look happy. The one thing that made him miserable. Jade, in fairness, the one thing that made him miserable is what he's about to get. He's literally about, he was upset that he didn't get the main event when he deserved it, which you could argue after 2011, he definitely should have got it. He was mad that he was getting, he was getting main events looked over to him by The Rock, who ain't even been there, and the whole part-time. And now, guess what? He's back. He's getting everything he wanted. And Jade. What the other reason why I know he's getting that main event against Seth Rollins? 
Because let's, I think this is going to be the test. So you you said you feel like WWE. This is going to be his last one, regardless. He needs to show you how it's going to work. I no think this is going to. I think this is going to be a test because Seth Rollins has had beef with Matt Riddle. Worked with him. Had beef with Cody Rhodes. Worked with him and put him over three, three times. I, even after a torn peck, put him yeah. over three times. He can't stand Cody Rhodes. Yeah. So Seth Rollins has shown the ability. Hey, I might not like you, but I'm gonna put business first. Just, this just, is gonna be just, the test for CM Punk. But just your response to to one thing. And I'm sorry. I know we got to get Trent and 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 Nate in here, but you got me talking about CM Punk. Let me just say this: for mm-hmm. ten years, for ten years, I have had this stance regarding the reasons for CM Punk leaving WWE. I don't want to hear a single thing about him not being happy with his spot. Not happy with your spot? Leave. Leave. You know I how many guys that. have not gotten their spot for the I past four years because Ro- Roman Reigns has been on top? Like, CM Punk, he's ain't going to sit there and act like he's the only guy who ever got passed over in his prime. Now, everything that he talked about on Coke Bandit's podcast about getting Z-packed and shitting himself on SmackDown and going to Europe with a concussion, all of that is perfectly warranted, yes. right? That, I, I held no qual- – I've never – I've been consistent with that. Never held qualms with CM Punk over shit-talking WWE over that. But for 10 years from the very beginning – I've said, okay, be pissed at WWE that they Z-pack you to death. You shit yourself on SmackDown and they make it work with a concussion. But you want to start talking about CM Punk. Oh, oh, I was in my prime and I didn't get the main event. Why don't you fucking cry about it a little bit? That's wrestling. That's wrestling. Get over it. You know what? I just thought about it. I just thought about it. This is a Dolph Ziggler fan. Oh, that's disgusting. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Same thing happened to him. Wow, that's stupid. <laughs> that's same thing happened and to I say nothing about it. Well, G, let me ask you this real quick, bro. Do you think that Punk needs to win the Rumble? Because I feel like yeah. since he's here now, is that if he doesn't win the Rumble, I don't know where they're going. It's like it's so it's such like a if he don't win it to me, I don't know where they're going with it. So Which is why needs, I think he has to win the Rumble because yeah. if it's not him, if it's not him, right? If it's not, yeah, we know who it is. The only other person is going through. Like that's a mania match, regardless. Like Seth and CM Punk is a mania match, regardless. That's a mania okay. match. Regardless. So if he doesn't, okay. so then who's winning the Rumble? I that's the that's the thing I can't connect with though. I Cody Rhodes, because you know he's not going to Cody again. again. Right now, if Cody wins the Rumble again, I want to lose clean. Which I'm, is I'm why gonna... Punk is winning because it's the only Rumble winner that makes sense to set up the World Championship match. Right. We know it's Roman. Uh, Cody and Gunther, can, you can just feed him Brock. Just feed him Brock, and yeah, the world yeah. will be okay. Exactly. And he did say in the interview, "Oh my goodness, <laughs> Nate, your girlfriend, yeah, bro, oh yeah, you please, hey, hey, I do. I still, I still, and given no, what I said, no, given no, what no. I said a few weeks ago with me and Malik, I stand by that. I actually still want to see Omar get you. Know, you know what's so crazy? You know what's so crazy? You, know what like you want to know why I don't like y'all sometimes? Not you, Jay, because you be on my side. I don't like how y'all want to see Omos on TV so bad, but hate on me when I talk about Samoa Joe. Okay, okay. Well, Samoa Joe old, bro. Samoa Joe. Okay, old, this is the thing. How old is Omos? Younger Omos than like Joe. Omos like twenty nine. Oh, Omos is under thirty. Yeah, Omos is really, snub. Really still under thirty. Honestly, he, he got snubbed like in that um, top ten wrestler under thirty. He got snubbed. Bro. He got yeah, snub. like he's still. I think he's probably like twenty eight, twenty nine. He moves like he's like, like fifty-year-old guys sitting like on top of each other. Nah, bro, you didn't watch that backlash match. That's why D almost needs a chance, though. Like again, like there's no way you just gonna keep putting him a few. We pieces. gave oh, him a chance. Had a chance. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. I'm, no, no, no. Okay, let me ask you, G. No, I'm saying no. I'm not saying like not have a chance, but like 
he he, he gets booked in these big feuds or just the big with big superstars always loses you know the big power slam or somebody get a big f file like Brock Lesnar and then the next one you just he's just go facing jobbers and jobbers like that's nothing now I that's said not, that bro, I nothing. said that's that I agree that's with doing that. nothing with Omos bro and he's seven I, foot you can do something G something, I've, I've said bro. that I I agree with something. that but I I can agree with that but also think that Omos wrestles like two four foot guys sitting on one each other's shoulders <laughs> on stilts. <laughs> Like, don't I, can, I can think both things. Like, don't how do you? How do? You, how does Braun Strowman get injured and you do nothing with Omos? How does that even make sense? You can't. How is your one? How, how are you going to lose a giant and you have a, a healthy giant and not lose that giant? Okay, but y'all remember what Braun Strowman was doing though? Was he what? He was with Ricochet. But it's but but G yeah. but G is that something? They was they was a yeah, something. And they were actually over. Jay even said it on the podcast. No, he actually yeah. said it on the podcast. Braun Strowman was was mad over. Like him and Ricochet, they were. Like, yeah, I'm saying though, bro. Like, I'm saying like they at least doing something. Omos is doing yeah. nothing. Like, nothing. You want to know why? You, I don't give. I don't care if it's like a ten thousand dollar body slam challenge. Bring that shit back. I don't give a fuck. They over the top rope challenge. You know what? I, you know what I would love. You know what I would love to see with Omos. No, no cap, no joking. I would love to see Omos in the Alpha Academy. Put put him in the Alpha Academy. Tell me that wouldn't work, G. Tell me that wouldn't work. Put I'm not gonna lie, Jay. Worked with Tazawa, so I guess Jay, you, you might be cooking. Omos is funny. Omos is a funny guy. Uh, he is. That's what I'm. Have you seen him in person? Omos, so that might that actually like work. TV. He's funny. Are you saying right? because you He's met actually... him in person or because you just uh, uh, um, no that one? Oh, what's that fucking that guy? The, you know that he has a little feud with uh, Trent. Help me out. You know the the, the God, what's, let me see. Let me look this. Up. I forgot his name. Oh, um, you mean that? You mean the online beef? Yeah, with the kid the, or something like that. Yeah, I forgot his name. I forgot his oh, name. I, for, I think uh, I know what you're talking about, though. I think yeah, I that, but that those videos, I'm gonna look his name up. But if you look at those videos, flip, it's flip, Queens flip. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's just funny. Like it's, it's good. He does a great job. Like it's like, like it's just funny. Even even if say the experiment fails, G, I just feel like he hasn't gotten the opportunity to at least show what he can really do. Like there's no point yeah. where you just getting put in random matches with these big stars. Like the Seth Rollins match, mad random. Yeah, yeah, that was a Vince thing. We all know. Yeah, that. but I'm saying though, the Brock Lesnar yeah, thing, yeah, that was really yeah. like nobody was was expecting that. It was just mad random. Put him in like Brock, a Brock was kind of a down effect of Bray Wyatt though. But yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Of course. What's yeah. The but okay, so here's my thing. Here's Yellow, my thing. like he's not doing nothing. Look, G like. How do we end up talking this about is him? what I think he needs to do. I think if y'all do this, fine. I won't say a word. Send him to NXT. Send Omos to NXT. Yeah. I don't care if you take MVP down there with you. He old anyway. He don't need to be traveling all that week. <laughs> Send him down to NXT. They're going to be a one centralized location. They're really Because div- I'll put it like this. When is the last time we cared about Baron Corbin this much? When he was the lone wolf in NXT. That's true. NXT has shown you that they're going to make people... Like Mustafa Ali was reviving his career before he got released. I think if they send Cedric down there, that's going to revive his career. Oh, yeah. Nobody (laughs) cared about that. Black and white titles were doing great before they got replaced. I just, bro, I just feel like, bro, he, like, G, like, I know you don't like him, bro, but I think you just, he needs to if you, if you send him to NXT, I am more optimistic of me actually caring about him, but. I think Sean will cook. Sean will cook. I'll put it like this, G. If Sean is trying to cook with Lexus King, Omos can do something. Well, no, no. Don't disrespect Lexus King, bro. Don't respect Ryan Phillips Jr., bro. I'm just kidding. 
Don't disrespect that, man. If he's trying to Don't work with Texas King, bro, you can work with Omos. Bro, bro, honestly, I think you got that AEW stitch on it because Brian Pillman Jr. Yeah, was not, not good. Him. He was not, he baby. He's he good, bro. Brian no aura. What? That's because Tony sucked that shit out of him, bro. If we're talking, bro, I'm not going to lie. If we're talking an aura thing, bro, the second Alexis King came out and like was like, all right, we know what we're doing. We know the character now. Bro, that first match was like, oh, you got like kind of a vicious moveset. And off the rip, they would not put Lexus King in a feud off the rip with their number one or number two babyface, whoever you want to call him now. Your number two babyface, your top star on your brand for the past two, three years off the rip if they didn't believe in his ability like that. They don't do that. They don't like the last time I think they tried to do that, it was right before it went to. They put Carmelo Hayes in a match with Adam Cole off the rip. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, hey, and then he won the breakout tournament because it was like, okay, yeah, hey, you got this. You know what yeah, I mean? So, like, to G's point, listen, to G's point, and the last thing I'll say on this the formula for this person's career is meddling, sending them to NXT in the past has a 100% success rate. Mandy Rose, Finn Balor. Actually, uh-uh. not, 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 not. There's, there's one. There's one. I, I know, know you're not. Oh my! You know who it is? It's Dana, bro. She, she's the one. She's okay. The one that, that, okay. That okay. Ninety-eight percent. Ninety-eight percent. She, <laughs> she was still trash. <laughs> but anyway, my point is, if anybody can save Omos, it's it's Shawn Michaels, and if any brand nice. can do something with Omos, it's NXT. But he, but if you're not going to do that, put him in the Alpha Academy because that would be hilarious. That'd be absolutely be hilarious. Cool. It would be funny, but can you imagine let's... Omos doing the Akira dance? So then with uh. that being said, the final thing I'll say about it, with that being said, seven foot nine, 29 years old, he's a comedy character. It's a less successful big show. Yeah, uh. unless it'll go somewhere. Uh. He'll get over and he can do and you build from there. Everybody's gotta start off somewhere, bro. Akira Tozawa is right now is a comedy act. But who's to say where he'll be in two, three years? He might hey, be successful Nick Carter. He's super young, bro. Super I don't young. know if it's Chad Gable or if exactly. it's whoever produces the thing, but tell me that Otis and Maxine aren't better wrestlers than before they joined the Alpha Academy. Oh, fair on Moss with our truth. There it is. Omos and our truth. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. going to be a heavy carry job by our truth, but I wouldn't. Okay. All right, relax. Relax. I think our truth and Omos has some funny ass segments, actually. Facts. I hear you. I hear you. Well, I mean, I, I guess. Don't let me cut. Don't let me cut. But we're going to go ahead and get into the title of this show. It's, we are going we're to be grading Triple H's. CM Punk and Omos. Yeah, facts, facts. Crazy. Right? Hey, top stars, top stars. It's all about that board. <laughs> we are going to be grading Triple H's booking, obviously, since he took over the show. So we are starting from SummerSlam 2022, 2022, and we are grading all the way till now. Now, I have separated this into categories. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, and I might add a bonus one later. But we have six categories that we'll kind of go through each one. And, you know, so, for example, I'll ask you, what is the best decision in this tenure that Triple H has made? We'll go one. You'll explain it. If you think one is crazy, we can debate it. So we have a best, the worst. We have an underrated decision or booking, you know, and it doesn't have to be a specific decision. Maybe an underrated storyline. It can be an underrated angle that or overrated angle. You think that everybody loves that you think, nah, Triple H was kind of kind of missed on that one. You know what I mean? Something like that. And then our last two, oh well, I'll I'll, I'll save the last two for surprise. So I'll start with you, Jay. Mm-hmm. What do you feel is the best 
booking decision Triple H has made so far, whether it be storyline, a certain winner. Without without hesitation, Gunther. Without hesitation. Gunther Gunther came up and immediately had the name change. And we were like, all right, we we can see where this is going, right? We we we've seen this story before. We've seen this iceberg the ship is headed for, right? Vince is not going to know how to book Gunther. This thing is over. Gunther's going to be back in the next heat before we know it. And Gunther has had maybe one of the most successful, memorable championship runs of any champion in any level in wrestling history. Like, and not only has he been dominant, but every match that he's in is match of the year candidate. Like, my God. And, and every time you see a match with Gunther and you tell yourself, how can he do better next time? He absolutely does. And it's with guys of all talent levels and every match that he has is different. The Miz, right? Perfect example. We know how G baby feels about the Miz, but the Miz, regardless of what you feel about him, that was maybe the most different Gunther match we've seen. The most unique Gunther match. Cause Miz was, running around all squirrely, going after the legs. He was cheating, pulling his head into the turnbuckles, and Gunther still won. So if we're this far into the championship run, he's beaten this many guys, and the matches are still feeling fresh, then that means the booking has been a complete success. Now, you can say what you want about the will-they-won't-they booking of the rest of Imperium. I don't really know where they're going with that. I don't really understand the point of it. It feels like as long as Gunther is being dominant imperium should be dominant too maybe they're leading to the point that imperium ends up costing him the title because they're not on the same page i don't know we'll see but as we speak now regardless of what's happening with the rest of imperium without hesitation gunther is the best booking decision point blank the triple h has made that man is one of the best things going in wwe um, we're all anticipating when he's going to lose that title. We look forward to every match that he has. He's getting even better at promos, which was his weak spot before, and now he's getting even better at it. As far as I'm concerned, Triple H has done zero wrong with Gunther so far. 100% accurate the whole time. All right, Nate. It's on you. I actually like that answer, honestly. I, I really love it. Nate? Oh, man. I'm torn between two, but... I'm going to go with the one that has, I think, will have more impact on the business as a whole. I'm going to go with Dirty Dom. That was right behind Gunther has to be the best one. That has to be the best decision he made because before before the Dirty Dom, before Judgment Day, Dom was just Rey Mysterio's kid. And I was saying all the time, you need to send this guy back to NXT or go to NXT. He needs to be in NXT. He's not ready. He doesn't have the promos. His in-ring work is okay. Doesn't have a good character. He's just some baby face who, whose father happens to be a legend. But then he turned on his father, which was cool, but Judgment Day was still kind of murky. But then they sent him to prison. Oh my, I still remember when I first saw that video. I swear, literally one of the funniest wrestling lines ever is John Dom just looking at Rhea. I'm not going to make it in jail. That shit, bro, it sent me the first time, and it's still funny. It's that and Austin hitting Vince McMahon with the bedpan that always get me. Those are two wrestling moments I will always laugh at. And from there, I mean just the growth Dom has had and the connection him and Rhea have is absolutely incredible. 
that sending Dom to prison for what was it like eight hours, however long it was, was just incredible. That that literally that saved Dom's career, and that literally you established a new star. And when Dom is a when he finally wins that world championship, we're gonna look back at prison that the moment he got sent to prison, like this was the moment it started it all. And this is the reason why he's where he's at right now. That that's behind Gunther, I think. But that is the for me, that's the best one. That's great. And I think, you know, what's crazy. I think he's going to win the world title once and it's going to be a fluke. And it's, it's going to kind of be like what the Miz did this past run when he beat Drew and then lost to Bobby later. I think he's going to have like a weak run where he's like just avoiding, but it's going to be the funniest week ever. See, I'm going to would know me. I'm viewed as more as the Triple H hater. So there's not that many good. I think he's an inconsistent fraud, but that's going to come for another day. But I mean, y'all both took them. I think the two unanimous answers, but I'll say Gunther, though. This could just come from me who was in and out watching WWE and how Gunther's progressed and how he is now. It's just, he's he's taking off the top, bro. Um, I mean, you y'all already, JD already brought up all the matches and storylines and how they got him, how they built him up, bro. It's just, he's, he, besides Cody, he's the next face of this company, bro. And Dave Triple H has really done a phenomenal job with Gunther with this whole process, bro. I said, you can go ahead, G, because I said, yeah, I took the two. Yeah, for, for me, well, yeah, because I definitely was going to go with Dom. But I'm actually going to piggyback off of that from what Nate said. And I think the, I think one of the best things that he's done is truly, for the first time, make NXT feel like a third brand. I think, because I was going to bring up the uh, him sending Dom to be the North American champion. I think low-key, it's, it's, it's subtle, but it's done wonders for NXT. I think giving people like Dragon Lee that exposure before he got to like truly on the main roster, granted he lost his first pay-per-view, but I think that was the right decision. I don't think he's lost anything. Um, The Creed brothers, you know what I mean? Sending New Day down there to win the tag title because the New Day, they don't, everybody love the New Day, so they see, oh, it's not the New which brought eyes to pretty deadly. A lot of these NXT call-ups that we've gotten since Triple H has taken over, they all benefited from main roster exposure before they got there. Like, even though Pretty Deadly got, or uh, one of them got hurt, Pretty Deadly was, like, low-key. I think they'd be tag champions right now if they didn't lose that five, six months or however long they were out for. I think they would. it would be, like, a triple threat, and they would be champions already. I think the fact that Triple H is truly making it because you know that's his baby. That's that's the first time Triple H really got to run stuff on his own. And I think that's where he fell in love with kind of a different type of wrestling that we hadn't really seen in WWE yet. I think him making that NXT as a third brand, like truly North American titles on. I mean, for a while we were getting uh what's it called? The NXT women's champion on the show, but I think that's done wonders for Lyra, Zia Lee. I think that's done wonders for a but like even though Tegan Knox is teaming with Natalia, she I think she had a great match with Becky. You feel me? Like that, I feel like that kind of put a little bit more eyes on Tegan. You know, so I think making NXT that third round has really helped some of these guys that are lower on the card kind of elevate themselves. And I think NXT is probably getting the most eyes it's gotten since that 2019 period, since right before COVID. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I think Gunther though and Dom were definitely the top two. I think those are hands down. 
But obviously, we no, we're not respecting the boat, J Rock. We're not. So that is horrible. Bro, what kind of name is the boat? Yeah, that's terrible. Why would I yeah. want to be referred to as she, a boat? I'm not gonna lie. The first time, she, boat. <laughs> like the first time she ever said that, and I was like, <sighs> Yeah, bro, that, that was like you, you. I don't know who it was. That had to be rib. I don't know who it was, but remember that person who was complaining about? Uh, oh, Chavo. Remember how he was complaining about Rey Mysterio, like, bro, let Eddie Guerrero go? That's what, yeah. that's, even though Bret Hart's not gone, obviously, that's what Natalia needs to do, bro. Just let that go. Natalia needs to retire. She needs to retire. She was one of the, she was literally one of the top wrestlers in a horrible era. She was the Kareem, in a sense, of her time. <laughs> And I'm not talking about Lakers Kareem. I'm talking about Milwaukee. No, you know, That's you know what she is. She you know what she is. Yeah. You remember when Kawhi Leonard won that championship in 2019? Everybody was hurt. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> That's wild. She's Kawhi That's wild. from 2019. She was wrestling at a time where there was no competition. Kawhi <laughs> won the title because everybody else. I disrespect hurt. Kawhi like that, bro. Kawhi <laughs> the game all the time. Like, let's be real. Her only competition was Beth Phoenix. He does. Don't and Michelle no, McCool when they nice. actually wanted to book her. Kawhi like Leonard that to late me is cool the stuff of the NBA. God damn. <laughs> That's crazy. Damn, the NBA is crazy. That's but, wild. And we're going to start with Trent this time because I really want to hear what you think about this. <laughs> what do you think is the worst? The worst Triple H decision, the worst angle, the worst storyline? What is the worst Triple H You got to pick one, Trent. I know. So, yeah, it's three. <laughs> I'm not even going to say it because I know y'all probably going to say it. But it's three things that pops up to my mind that are just – Gut wrenching, like when I just see when I seen it happen, I was sick. Um, I'll I'll let you get the two, but I'll probably say Austin Theory. To me, is that when Austin Theory was with Vince and he had the money in the bank, I actually didn't like him. He was a good heel. Like when I saw him on the TV, I'm like, bro, get him off my screen. And then you have him have a fail cash in, and I'm up, and I've always hated fail cash in. And then did he not win the belt like a week later? Yes. Yeah, and then Lily, all they did with Austin Theory's character, all Triple H did with Austin Theory's character, made him grow his beard out and wear a jean jacket, and I feel like he just lost all of his aura, all the presentation, all he had with him. But I would probably say, yeah, just off the fact that, yeah, that's one of the ones I hate because I just hate failed cash-ins, and then you win the belt like a week or two later. That's dumb to me. Yeah, I think a failed cash-in would have been fine if he didn't win the title, and then he went on this like run where it's like, man, I gotta get more serious. Cause that's what the, that's the character they tried to push. Like, yeah, I'm more and serious now, work. and it didn't work because you had the title. Yeah, like, and if you didn't have the title, and but I think it was still okay. The Cena feud killed it. I that, feel like that was well, that yeah, was the yeah, nail yeah. in the coffin. Yeah, that was yeah. that was ridiculous. That that was. I will Cena say murdered that boy. If y'all don't if y'all don't say what I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm gonna get them off before we hit and they move on. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. go ahead, Nate. Yeah, I'm gonna get it off, bro. That all theory, John Cena, bro. I've I've gone on the rant on this podcast how. That shit made me not like that. That shit, John. I'm never letting that shit go. Like I, you're a goat. You're amazing. I'm never letting that shit go. The 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 way this man buried Austin Theory, bro. Like, bro. I was okay. So yesterday, I was watching this video called "The Unreality of Wrestling." I don't know if you guys seen it on YouTube. Very good in depth look yep. into Roman Reigns. Into Roman Reigns from like his debut to him getting booed all the way to where he is now. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. They do talked about Roman Reigns uh, getting obliterated by John Cena. And yes, absolutely. He got massacred. But then that's like child's play compared to Austin Theory. Like, 
like John Cena shot Roman Reigns, but he shot him like in the shoulder. Like Roman Reigns will live. He he shot Austin in the foot. He shot him in the leg. He shot him in both arms. He damn near hit his heart. Like right, it did not go straight through. Like it's just stuck in his in his in his side. Like he murdered. Austin Theory on that mic. He didn't give him a chance. He said, you beat me, you lose. You lose to me, you lose. You suck. You're never going to be nothing. These people don't care about you. They're going to tear you apart next week, which they didn't. They did not tear him apart the night after WrestleMania. That crowd was mid as hell. Theory, like, that's the reason. Like, that match sucked. In theory, he won, but he cheated. He didn't get anything from it. Like, it was nothing. Like, it's like, yeah, he won. But John literally said, if you beat me, it means nothing. It means nothing. Like I'm, I'm John Cena. You're not. Bye. These people hate you. Piped in noise. Oh my god, that's the worst. Yeah, because that was especially because he did the. I feel like John Cena, and he did an interview where he literally told Theory this to his face. So I'll respect him for that. Like, hey, at least least, like you, man enough to tell him straight to your face. But he basically said, "Yeah, nobody cares about you, dog." That's like the worst thing you can do. For somebody else, especially somebody who's trying to be on the come up, and then and then even though you killed him, Austin Theory needed to beat John Cena with a low blow. Like you couldn't have had this man at least like wrap a chair around John Cena's neck and take him out. You could at least have Theory like I would have loved to see Theory put him in the STF, bro. Like, like you could at least like like you could have had a concerto, a like something, bro, like something. The way they had solo beats um there, I mean Cena, hey, you, you could have yeah. Him. They had him. That's what that's thirty times like it was thirty. Yeah. Like he killed. Like he, that's what theory needed. That's what theory needed with John. But it's like low blow, hit your eight time down. That's it. Uh, Jay, before you go, I do want to ask one quick question because it just popped up in my head, and I might clip this. Do y'all think Austin Theory has ever recovered from that? And do you think it's bringing Grayson Waller down? Yes, no, and yes. Yeah. Austin yeah. Theory is uh, back yeah. to being exactly what he was pre-Triple H. Uh, Grayson Waller is not a tag team guy. That's not how his character works. I don't think it makes sense. I think it feels forced. I think that it feels like they said, oh, look, we have two douchebags. Douchebag plus douchebag equals two douchebags. And, and that's what they've done. And it's a super, it's, it's very formulaic. It's very simple. I think they cancel each other out a little bit. I don't think they add to each other's characters. I think they are almost the exact same character. And I think it hurts Grayson Waller because he doesn't need to be in a tag team. And it hurts Austin Theory because I think Grayson Waller is what WWE wanted Austin Theory to be. I think oh, Grayson Waller time. is better oh, yeah, than Austin yeah, Theory. Yeah, yeah, 100%, And it just makes Austin 100%. Theory look worse. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. All right, but Jade, uh, who, what do you think is the worst decision Triple H has made? Oh, man, this hurts to say. Um, I think Triple H... And listen, I, I know you're expecting me to say CM Punk. I've, I'm not going to beat a dead horse. <laughs> I was waiting. Don't say Nigel. I'm not going to beat a dead. No, it's it's actually more than that, Nate. And I I don't like to say this because I feel like Triple H is getting a pass on this a little bit because of his past history with the NXT. Triple H's biggest, most continuous mistake was and continues to be the booking of the entire women's division. Exhibit A. WrestleMania, the title matches are booked backwards. G pointed out at the time when he thought Finn Balor was going to SmackDown to win Money in the Bank that it made sense. That didn't happen, so it was booked backwards. It didn't make any sense. Those two, those two matches should have been switched. Bianca and Asuka, as a result, mid as hell. 
Charlotte and Rhea was okay, but because of the position on the card, they stood no chance. Rhea, Rhea good, almost doesn't. Def- Rhea almost doesn't defend her title at all for about a six month period, and then Oscar loses to Bianca, and then three weeks later wins the title anyway. Okay, whatever. I can deal with that. Damage control continues to lose, continues to lose, continues to lose, continues to lose. Only got better in the last three weeks now that the group is ending. They finally decide to put some good story elements in it and to have damage control start winning some matches. The only thing I remember, the only thing I remember from Raw for the past six or seven months is all of the garbage that Becky and Trish put us through. All the garbage promos, all the mid matches, all the time. She doesn't even know her colors. Lita still hasn't come back. (laughs) Concussion in the history of the world. You have a legitimate tag team of um, uh, Carter and and Chance ready to blow your minds and carry that women's tag team division, and yet you keep it on Chelsea Green and Dewdrop. Which again, if you like Chelsea Green and and excuse me, Piper Niven, more power to you. They are not a real tag team. The story to me, it's okay, it's funny at times, but comparatively to, to that versus having the titles on a real tag team to push that division forward would make a lot more sense. You bring in people like Nia Jax, who's doing a lot of the same shit she was doing before. Everyone keeps telling me, oh, she was treated with Tyson Kidd. Give her a chance. She's the exact same wrestler she was before she left. She's the exact same promo she was before she left. She added nothing to your division. It was a, it was subtraction by addition as far as I'm concerned. The women's division on Raw and SmackDown is a mess. It's a mess. And unless you were already on top before Triple H, Bianca, Charlotte, or unless you're one of Triple H's pet projects that he wanted to prove himself right on, Rhea, EO, you got nothing to show for yourself on Raw and SmackDown. You got nothing to do. You got nowhere to go. You got no prospects because Rhea's just going to beat you. <laughs> There, there's there's nothing, there's getting, there's no development. Tegan Knox is in the exact same standstill she was eight months ago. Um, Shotzi, every, no, everyone was too focused on why the hell is she even in this match to even give her a chance to be in war games, even though she wasn't even that bad, to be honest. And I, I'm not even the biggest it's, Shotzi but fan. But it's the hair, though. It's the there, hair. there is, and, and there is so speed. much wrong and so much inconsistent looking with the women's division. And again, I feel like Triple H gets a pass on that because he booked the super indie women's division NXT 10 years ago, and everyone just wants to keep giving him props for that. But eventually, that good grace is going to run out, and everyone's going to realize the women's division has been very poorly booked for the past seven or eight months. And I actually I actually think it has run out because a lot of people have realized, okay, maybe it was Shawn Michaels who was booking the women's division. Because Triple H left at NXT, other than when it first started, because obviously 2.0 came around, Vince was there. So pretty much other than like Mandy Rose, like when they first started, everybody on everybody on that women's division was kind of made. And then they picked it up though. I do agree with you about the women's division only because damage control to me is definitely one of them where I'm like, come on. Like your debut your debuted them as a new group. Becky was out. You mean to tell me I that's why they should have never because Bianca was the champion at this time. Everybody knew Bianca wasn't losing three months into her reign. I think, I think, okay, fine. You wanted to do Bianca Oscar because, you know, I think if, I genuinely believe if Oscar Bianca was night one, Oscar would have won, but it is what it is. Um, 
But you bring her back, I think that should have been the Mania match. I thought when they brought her back, it was going to be the Mania match. I thought we were getting Bailey or Becky or Bailey and Bianca. I didn't think he was going to stick them in a few right away and have them lose. Can anybody tell me what few damage control is one? More specifically, Bailey. Can anybody tell me what few she's won? Oh, absolutely none. They they won. Won. No. They haven't uh-huh. won. Bailey they haven't. hasn't even won. And they the kind, team like, her and they own kind of first match back, she lost. Okay, I want, I want to ask you, but G, I'm gonna be honest with you. What did you expect? The position I didn't Sane think that I didn't think that was the, the right position that Kyrie Sane is in when she came back. She helped no. EO win the belt. No, I hear you. Saying. I didn't think the first thing they were gonna do. Is have Bailey run through damage control? I mean, uh, have Bianca run through gam- damage control? Not for the first, not for the second, the third not for the time. third, but fourth. the fourth time. I didn't think they were going to do that. I they're did just, not think they were going to have they, Bianca run through that for the fourth they, time. You got to understand, they're just the women's version of Judgment Day. They lose a lot. Both of them, they both have a similar, they always lose. They all, oh, gee, they always lose. Judgment Day. Judgment, 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 judgment Day has won some feuds. Though. They won. Some they recovered. Feuds. They, 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 they recovered. Like, that's what, they still. Like, they they lost war games though. That's tough. Yeah, I say they always. I, I let it slide because of the return and Randy. That's like it was just great seeing back. So I, I, I'm not as mad about it as I thought I was going to. But um, for me, I mean, definitely the women's vision is definitely one of them. But I think for me, it's not bringing Samoa Joe. No, okay, let me stop. Um. <laughs> It's just you know what you know what it is. You, you, you was going on a rant about it, old for a long time. You know what it is, bro. Wait, are you talking go about? Ahead. Go ahead, bro. Oh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, Mania Night Two is definitely yep. up there. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what it is, bro. But again, yeah. hey, 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 we've already said that's not that's we know that's not Triple H. So you know what? Then I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna. I think Triple H should have put his foot down sooner. That that's what I think happened because when Vince came back, they let that go on for I think past money in the bank. That was in July. But 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 I don't think he could have because Vince because because he didn't know. I don't think Triple H really knew what was happening, and we didn't really know till like TKO was like, "We prefer you." Like we prefer Triple H. No, but remember so, when Vince came back. Remember, okay, so they had a meeting, I think, either the week before SummerSlam or something like that. And him and Nick Khan basically had to tell Vince, please stop ripping up our scripts. Please stop showing up and ripping up our scripts because it's messing with what we want to do. I was like, I get in. And I think they really had to tell him, bro, you wanted to, you said you didn't want to be in the weeds no more, yet you keep cutting the grass. Like, please stop. And I think they should have done that sooner, especially because. I think Triple H ahead of time knew he was going to have a Raw after Mania for an hour free commercial because I think he wanted to reestablish what it was. I mean, shoot, CM Punk came back, what they do for this Raw, right? And then Vince came back and we got Omos on TV, squashing Elias. I love Omos, but that was stupid. Yeah, There was no rhyme or reason to it. It didn't lead to anything. It was just, it just happened just to happen. And you know what was so crazy? I even liked the opening. I you bring Roman Cody, come back. Brock, hey, Awesome. That that's great. Hey, hey, and don't forget, we got a stew chin, bro. The Rod the WrestleMania was back for a little bit. We got a stew chin. Like I was like, oh, this is the crowd. Okay, they about to go off, and then a pointless squash match. 
And they're like, yeah, we're done. We're not. We're yeah, done. I was like, all right, I'm I'm off of this. So I think I think Mania Night Two is definitely, even though it can't control it, it's technically still under your reign. So I think I think that was the worst day. Played ever had the SNF Creed. I think. Can I call out? And I should have won money in the bank. I still think I still think that. I think Damian. I think I think at the time everybody was like, okay, it's not Logan. And if we can't get LA Knight, Damian Priest was like the middle ground. I think that's starting to get a little worse over time. I think the longer this goes, it's kind of like, okay, maybe that wasn't the right decision. Maybe, maybe because if LA Knight cashed in on Seth Rollins, I think everybody would be okay with that. Damian Priest, they're gonna look at it like G, I'm telling you, it's gonna be another fail cash in back to back. I think he's cashing and well, CM Punk is back, so cashing in on Gunther is not the window to me. Yeah, cashing in on because I thought I or Unless he cashes in on Gunther after Mania. Maybe that's the Raw after Mania cashing. I don't know. Oh, I hate that. Oh, I don't, I don't that. but a mid card. The only reason I won't hate it on Gunther is because Gunther is presented to me. Gunther is the next world champion. He's just holding the IC title that he elevated. Hasn't been elevated since the mid. So that's why I kind of wouldn't hate it as much. But I I said it with Woody. That first that's promo he did, the world title was not the first title that came out of his mouth. He said the U.S. because it was on his brand at the time. And then he said the IC. And then he got to the world. And I said, that promo right there lets me know he's not yeah. catching but, on the world. But title. what WWE needs to realize is it's not about the guy holding the case. And it's not about the guy they're cashing in on. It's about that that Ioman storyline having value. And if you're going to tell me back to back that it's either going to be two failed cash-ins or two consecutive mid-card cash-ins, then what you're really telling me is that in storyline, that briefcase has no value. No value. Because wh- why would you put yourself through hell to get it? Because you're supposed to win that briefcase because it is supposed to be the, the only guaranteed way that you could possibly have to reach the top of the mountain. And regardless of how good, and I said earlier, I'm the guy who did the rant first, how good Gunther looks and how elevated that title is, I don't care how elevated it is. It is not the world championship, especially when guys like Roman and Seth are carrying them. So if you are going to have Damian Priest cash in on a mid-card title, successful or not, scrap the whole thing. Get rid of the whole thing. I don't want it anymore. It doesn't mean anything anymore. It's a shadow of what it used to be. Guys shouldn't be killing themselves to get it in storyline because it no longer means an automatic world championship. I'm done with it. I don't want it anymore. So I think I think Vince, I think the Austin Theory and the Brock Lesnar decision, I think hurt money in the bank a lot. I think Big E almost brought it back. I think Briggy, I think if I think I genuinely believe Roman getting COVID for day one changed like five different plans for WrestleMania. It was never supposed to, we were never supposed to have a unified title match. Roman getting COVID for that one pay-per-view because Seth was supposed to, it was supposed to be Seth and I mean I'm sorry, Big E was supposed to retain. It was supposed to be Big E and Seth and Mania for that title. That, that, that was going to be the Seth world title when we were waiting on. That, that's when that was supposed to happen. Bobby ended up uh, doing something that wasn't over. Or, like, what did he do? Losing the Elimination Chamber? Because he got hurt, but he was never supposed yeah. to have the title to begin with. Like, you know, and so many things got messed up with that. I feel like when it comes to money in the bank, this year is so tough because it was in July. So he has a year, right? 
it's really everything is so determining on who wins these matches at Mania because my whole thing was you can't cash in on Cody night after Mania after he wins it because then you're doing another adversity storyline. Unless he gets hurt and that's the angle you decide to do it, it's another adversity storyline and we're over that. Like, like I know some people on this panel, Malik and I think somebody else think, or Nate, I think y'all think Cody's only holding it until SummerSlam. I think that is super short for the next face of the company. Yeah, but like, but like, I don't know what else you if he, do. If he's it, facing, if he's facing, if he's facing Gunther, he definitely losing it. <laughs> he get back. Well, he's there. definitely not facing Gunther. I think whoever the world champion is is facing Gunther because Gunther's still gonna be on Raw. But yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it's definitely it's definitely gonna be tough. Yeah, this is why they should just give it to LA Knight. Nobody would have tricked if LA Knight would have cashed in offset. Nope. Not a soul would have tricked. Nope. This is why they should have just gave it to LA Knight. And people saying and even Paul, it, everybody would have hated that. Nobody believed Logan Paul was worth it. That yeah, would have been home. a transitional reign for sure. Facts. And honestly, if you're going to put the title, the U.S. title on Logan, on Logan Paul, could have done it through Money in the Bank. I mean, see, if Logan Paul cashing in on a mid-card title, I think people would have gave it a pass. Nah. Yeah, that people would have been that that itself because it's because the people are like, okay, sure, it would have been fine because it's not it's not an LA Knight, it's not a Damien Priest. It's, it's no disrespect, Logan's great, but he's he just came, he just came in, it's his first title, so he wouldn't care. What's his name? I know, I know y'all, what's his name? This is the, the one that got me the most mad with Bugging Wise, it's more recent, but the fact that Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits. Lost to LWO the way that they did. That was that was, that was rough. Like, that was rough. That you have that it's the rough. first premium live event. That was rough. And then you have to go through a two on one for like what 10, 15 minutes. And then you of course like shout out to Carlito. You, you cool. But you, you're not enough to where they should lose that match. He's not yeah. he's not enough to where and they he beat him single handedly too. That See, was oh crazy. yeah. Solo. He's solo. Carlito like like, like, and then you have Bobby Lashley in the group, like a former world champion who's supposed to, like, Bobby Lashley's one of them guys for real. And you got lost to Carlito losing, without that. And you got them losing to LWO again. LWO, bro. You want to know what I think my prediction is, gang? Hmm. I don't think Triple H views Bobby Lashley as high, like, like, like probably Vince did and probably like Vince did. Yeah. And I think the reason, because, like, I, I know uh, some people think Bobby Lashley eventually is going to get a world title. I think that's done. I think he's going to get that U.S. eventually. I think he's going to be a dominant oh. U.S. champion again. But no, I think him. I think I think Bobby Lashley's days as a world title as a world champion are done. I think. I think. Done. I think there's more. I think Triple H sees more people ahead of him. So. Facts. Yeah, because he's already done it. Because he's already been there. He's already been. Yeah, there, and I so think because I, I think we're getting. I think after like obviously Cody's next on SmackDown, but I think after that it's solo. And, yeah. and I thought we were going to get an AJ Styles run, but this man keep getting hurt, so that's dead. And I think all the people that are getting world titles after that are going to be either guys that move up or, like, I'm not going to lie, and you can call me biased about it, Trent, I know you're going to hate when I say this. I truly 1,000% believe in my heart. I'll bet my life savings Finn Balor with world title before Bobby. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. That's, a, that's yeah. how much I think Bobby Lashley's day. Okay, okay. you're dragging it by three. I'm not gonna yeah. lie, Finn Balor is not winning a, t- a world title 
I'm not. I don't think he is either. Talk about done. You think it's over? The moment, the moment, the moment he got that coup de gras. The moment Seth Rollins kicked out of the coup de gras. That was that was the moment I was like, yep. Nah, the moment he lost to Edge, I was like, yeah, you're not winning a world title again. When he lost to Edge, should have did it at SummerSlam. SummerSlam was the time. SummerSlam would have been perfect. But as soon as Seth kicked out of coup de gras, I was like, nope, that's it. He's never winning a world title. He's never winning a world title. I say, wait. So you think Bobby Lashley will never win a world title again, G baby? Not not in the immediate future. He might get like a, hey, we got people hurt. Let's have you carry it for a bit until we can get who we want. I think he'll be a transitional champion for a couple months, but he's not going to get that dominant world title reign that we think he's going to get anymore. I think that's I would love to see a, a Bobby Lashley U.S. title reign where it's kind of a combination of Gunther and Roman. Like one match he dominates and wins with the Hurt Lock. The next match the Street Profits are helping him cheap right I, I think it, that'd be an interesting dynamic and, and then also he rewards the street profits by putting them in a tag team title match and then putting one of the guys in the hurt lock and then throwing them down for the you know that that kind of thing i also want to say this before we move away from you know the mm-hmm. ultimate conversation with bad booking decisions just two quick shout outs shout out to to uh bringing back um uh hit row making them look like losers and then releasing one of them great job there <laughs> And yeah, that, was great, that was tough. And then, and then great job bringing back Kerry and Cross and making them look like an even bigger dork than Vince McMahon. Than Vince, yeah, like, that's okay, super oh, tough. Okay, okay. Go ahead, Trey. Go ahead, Trey. I say, gee, you might have to talk me through it because, again, I was in and out, but I knew Kerry and Cross from NXT. But I've always said this about him, G, and I know you didn't like it. I said, once his interest is done, I stopped caring about him. So, so I feel like even Triple H made it even worse because right. did, he, did Kerry and Cross even win a feud? Did he win no. a single feud? Technically, technically, the Shinsuke feud ended in a tie. And te- oh, the Drew one did too. Technically, it ended in a tie because they were one. It one did, the- yeah. Technically, yeah. It but, ended in a tie. But who won? Who won the last match? Who won the last match? Who won the last match? I think I think for Shinsuke, I think Carrion won the last one, and then I think for Drew, Drew won the last one. Okay. I think I think I don't know if I I could have that wrong, but I know they both because we were all waiting for the third one. I think Shinsuke ended because the brand split or the, the draft happened. And then Drew, I don't know what happened to Drew. He just they just left. After, after Clash of the Castle, I think he just fought him one time and that was it. But so Jay, I'm actually with you on that before we move on to the next one. I'm with you on hit row. I'm with you on I'm with you on the aspect of bringing them back and then releasing them. That, yeah, that was terrible. Me personally, I would have just never brought him back. You want to know why? Because that group was never going to succeed without Swerve. Right. Never. I would have never brought him back in the first And by the way, AJ Francis is a friend of the show. We love AJ Francis, right? Facts. But Facts. there was just something Facts. missing from that group dynamic. And 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 Swerve is showing it on AEW right now. Swerve is showing yeah. why he was the yeah. star of that group. Yeah, because it's not their fault. Because then when they like when they did stuff on their own, I think they found a uh you know, y'all, y'all know, Jade, I don't know if you know the song, no disrespect, but you know that song Flavor in Your Ear by uh, 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 Craig Mack or whatever? They use, that's an iconic song, iconic beat. They yeah. used that beat, freestyled over it, made a music video. I was like, oh, this is hard. Yeah, they stay doing like, stuff like that, crazy. yeah. But that group, because I, so this is the part I miss in NXT. Were they a group before Swerve? And then Swerve joined later because this is around the time Swerve was feuding with that skinny kid for the North American title. Yeah, Leon. I think I think they were a group. I think, but I don't know. I don't remember correctly if uh, they made like an in ring like, debut. But they I were they like were. They, 
I feel like because they named themselves the OG three. Ruff. Yeah, I feel like Swerve just had a match with Leon Ruff and they shook hands, and then the rest of them just randomly came out and then they they hit the gang sign or whatever, and then that was yeah. I was like, I was like, because I remember saying, I was like, who are these guys? Yeah, I was confused. So that's why I feel like that was never going to work without it because I feel like they really only really were like good when Swerve was there. I think the the issue was they were doing from the start. The issue was they didn't put him. They should have put him in NXT to give him at least a chance. I think they would have had a better shot in NXT because they could have actually like built some characters, you know. And they could have made it. They could have been something on the main roster. They wouldn't have. I don't think they would have been tag team champions. I don't think BFAB would have been world champion. But they could have had because you have those guys who are there to to be on TV and they 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 do you know they have entertaining segments. They have pretty decent matches. They put other guys over. I think they could have had that. I think they could have been that group that's there, and when they're there, they have an entertaining segment. They have a pretty good match. They're never going to be champions, but they add to the show every single time. Because I think I think every wrestler, you have a chance to have every single wrestler add to the show. Because at the end of the day, it is a TV show with a cast, a cast of characters. And obviously not every character is going to be top dog, and every character is going to be champion. But each character can add a layer to the show. So you're not just watching the same guys every single week. You actually have these guys in different segments doing different things like they're doing with Akira Tozawa. Akira Tozawa, at least within the next year, ain't going to be no champion. But he's entertaining as hell. R-Truth, love R-Truth, probably never going to be a champion ever again in his career. But he's always got something to do because he's entertaining. He has value to the show. And I think every character has a chance to do that. And I think if you would have sent them to NXT, they could have found that, then put them on the main roster, and they could have found that. Like I said, probably wouldn't have been champions, but they would have added something to the show, and they would have been focal parts of the show. Speaking of champions, Hit Row also, and I know we're spending a long time on this topic, G, but that that we keep bleeding into different things. They are also a victim of another failure in Triple H's booking, and that is not after immediately after Mania splitting those fucking tag team titles, because these tag teams have nothing to chase after. They are they 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 are stuck in the mud because while the 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 tag team currently the Judgment Day who has all the tag team gold is feuding with whatever team they are feuding with, the other ten or eleven legitimate tag teams have nothing to do because again. Stories don't have to involve titles, right? But you can't have all these teams doing non-title feuds because ultimately, what are they there to do in storyline? Win gold. And right now, there's not enough gold to go. I know a lot of people don't like having two titles or whatever, but the fact of the matter is the size of WWE's roster across two nationally syndicated television shows, you have to have something for everyone on each show to fight for. And right now, that's not the case. It's not the case, and that you can't have a team like Hit Row just middling along, doing nothing. So then, what do you do? You release one of them, and now God knows what's going to happen with Shanti the Adonis. He's just in catering somewhere. I think he's like, like, he has to. So yes, but but Triple just, H needs to split those titles. Like yes, and yesterday, Jay, and, and the reason why, and I don't know if y'all noticed because I know for a long time, a lot of people used to complain about the three-hour format on Raw. They used to think it was too long and all that. I'm not gonna lie, as of late, I'd say pretty much for most of 2023, SmackDown I almost feel like needs the third hour. Because I don't know if y'all have noticed, especially when Roman's not there, it's or, or Roman not there and when Gunther left the show. 
Because when Gunther was there, it was still cool. Man, sometimes I feel like I I be lost. I be falling like, asleep. I like like SmackDown is like I, I I used to thought people was dragging it, and then I sat back and thought about it. I was like, wow, because the tag titles aren't on SmackDown. The world champion ain't there. The U.S. champion is was well, I mean, just it, it, well, not nah, he just he just got three it. weeks he after winning it is finally on TV. Yeah. Yeah, and, and like I told you, that's why I didn't want Logan Paul to win. Even though Rey Mysterio was horrible, I didn't want Logan Paul to win because I did not want a second part-time champion on that show. So now, when I look at it, NXT is doing a good because because Nate and this kind of ties into your point. But like everybody can add to the show. NXT, there might be there might be shows where nothing crazy happens, but everything has a point. Everything has a point. Everything is further. Nothing is ever on an NXT show for no reason at all. Even even when you get them lower level, like the bottom of the card women's division matches or yeah. the bottom of the card tag team matches, like Idris, Idris, enough and all that. When they're on there, they're furthering some mini storyline, and the guy, and the people who win are trying to get to the tag titles. You know what I mean? That's why I think we just need to get rid of the tag titles. And another one as well because the woman tag titles. Because NXT has shown that you don't need a mid-card title or a tag team title to have an effective women's roster. And Raw, I think, has been doing a good job of using them three hours because every story gets told. You know, you SmackDown, though, my goodness, they're telling, like, five stories and all of them are boring. Like, LA Knight is still getting cheered, thank heavens. His story that he's in, boring. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Evan Owens after more. after Roman, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And he's still trying to go after him. Randy Orton. My God, thank God he signed a SmackDown, bro. When, oh, they, yeah. when they when they did that segment and I saw Adam Pierce, I was like, I swear on everything, <laughs> he signs to Raw, bro. Man, Randy, this is the best SmackDown show we've had in a minute, and it was just because Randy Orton. Because everything else that happened in between, garbage. Like, thank God Randy Orton's there to inject some life. That's why it's I think. Just, Cody, yeah. Yeah, so I just feel like it's it's, it's going to be a dead moment because just for a little bit because of course Roman is part time and we don't have any more P elite so we don't have any Logan and I, crazy I yeah. thought Logan was actually going to be part time because I actually I literally saw one one of the interviews he was doing was like yo I'm gonna quit boxing I'm about to be a wrestler full time and then shit you still part time so but like yeah. I, don't know. I feel like this is this is in a bad spot right now because I'm glad Randy's back but again it's all this built up to what's his name to the Rumble. So once it gets to Rumble and then after that, SmackDown's gonna be that's gonna it's gonna be yeah, yeah. It's gonna I be hope soon. so. Well, no, I think, no, I think, think, think one thousand percent, bro. Like I think I think once they get Dragon Lee, when they get Dragon Lee, Grayson, and I guess they're doing this little new tournament now, which I don't want to keep going off. This is I promise this is the last thing I'm gonna say. I know they're doing this little tournament. Can somebody please tell these these bookers to stop setting up storylines when you have a full tournament? Kevin Owens is fighting Logan Paul at the Royal, at the Royal Rumble for this U.S. title, or whenever the, whenever the date was. Oh, not did he just get hurt? He broke something. Kevin Owens broke something. Yeah, yeah. He his hand. He's he's injured. Yeah, he's done. Like he's out for a minute. I think he broke something. His hand. It's his hand. Okay, well, okay, but, okay. So if he didn't break his hand, y'all know he was gonna win this tournament, right? Because he's yeah. the only one. Yeah, yeah. And, he was, and he was just got to go yeah. SmackDown. He was going to win for SmackDown. Yeah. yeah, stop doing that. If you're going to do a tournament, do not set up a few. 
It was the same problem I had with Santos when he was when he was about to feud with Austin Theory for the U.S. title. Don't have him pin your U.S. champion clean, and then have him go through a whole tournament to be the number one. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. That was, that's, already, a, that's, another, that's another bad thing Triple H did. Because that, that don't make sense, though. Like, how are you going to beat the U.S. Exactly. Champion? Yeah, that doesn't But you still got to go through a tournament. Yeah, that, that doesn't make sense. Well, I think, no, actually, he won. Like, it was supposed to be him and Ray. And then he was like, I'm going to beat Austin Theory. It was stupid. I was like, I mean, why? Did, it didn't make sense. Either way, it didn't make sense. And if we're talking about booking decisions, because I know everybody wanted Theory off the belt. I'm sorry, Ray Mysterio with that title belt. That's that was just to get the off of it. I, don't, I know. It, either way, bro, I don't even care. He, like, yeah, Ray Mysterio is a legend. Don't get that, it twisted. That, that whole reign was stupid. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, it He's a legend. We already know who Ray is. What's but like, yeah. Don't you have to kick. Don't put no blow. I'm yeah. You have to give a low blow to Cena, but you couldn't be Ray Mysterio game. Yeah, I'm, yeah. It's 2023 game. Don't give Ray Mysterio belt. I'm sorry. Don't give. But uh, Jade, I'm gonna come back to you. So, what's an underrated thing that you feel like either people hate on that you actually liked? Something that doesn't get talked about enough. What's something that you feel is a little underrated from Triple H's booking in this time? Oh boy. Um something that was underrated. Probably I, I I'm I'm gonna be honest. I to this day maintain that WWE now would be in a much better place booking wise, television wise, if Cody Rhodes had won the title at WrestleMania. I think that was a colossal mistake. I think they missed out on a huge opportunity that they are never going to get again. They had lightning in a bottle with the reaction they were going to get to Cody winning that title. And now no, nothing they do is ever going to capture what they would have had in that moment. I think it's proving with as much time as Roman is taking off now, it, it would be a lot better if Cody was on SmackDown defending that title night in, night out, or at least show in, show out, pay-per-view to pay-per-view. So my point is, I think Triple H probably should get a little bit more credit for maintaining Cody's momentum as long as he has, because it would have been mm. so easy yeah. for the for the for WWE and for the crowd to give up on Cody as as yeah. big of a deal as he was, as big of a deal as his AEW transition was, and all that stuff. That's worn off now. That was two years ago. So after he lost that there could have been every opportunity for the crowd to just give up on Cody. Yeah. And somehow, some way with, with, with that, that three month feud with Brock and then Brock embracing Cody at the end, which I think did wonders for Cody Rhodes, um, putting him against the judgment day. And we all said, oh, God, here we go again. Another fucking judgment day art, but it led to war games. Right. Um, And, and so I think that, a combination of small decisions leading to big moments has maintained Cody Rhodes's momentum to the point that now when he wins either the rumble or the elimination chamber, which we all think he's going to win one of, right? I think that reaction is still going to be huge. And the reaction to him beating Roman and my fucking God, he better beat Roman. is still going to be big. Now it's not going to be as big as it was this past WrestleMania. I maintain that, but to triple H's credit, he has managed to keep Cody Rhodes up on that horse. And I think yeah, after losing to Roman, he could have very easily fallen off of that horse. And he, he stayed up there. So that is, to him. I'm not going to lie, Jay. That is probably the most facts I think I've ever heard you spit on the show. Because that was, that oh, well, is so, yeah. Yes, because 
I, I mean, I mean, y'all remember me with my with my head in my face? I thought, oh my god, no one cares about Cody anymore. This guy's about to get booed. And to yeah, to Triple H credit, you're right. Uh, before we get to you, Nate, um, I do have some super chats for you. Well, first off, shout out to Roosevelt Johnson. Becoming hey, what's up, Roosevelt? Appreciate the gang. Um, from Travis Lindsay, Trent, oh, roll tide. Shit. Uh, I'm Shit. not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't think Georgia was gonna fall that far. Yeah, I thought no matter what happened, Georgia was gonna FSU got robbed. Eh, yeah, I feel like robbed. I, I understand it. I understand it, but I don't think I think if Georgia would have won, Texas still would have jumped over. And then um from Tito El Bandito, is priest not turning face. Do you think he, he has is? I'm not trying to see Priest as a phase gang. It didn't work. Yeah, I think he's a I don't want to see it now. Is he, I think, you think he's a twin or you just think he should be a fool? No, he's, I think he should just be a heel. I think he should just be a heel. Group or no group, he needs to be a heel. That baby face stuff, it was cool. You got a good match at a bad bunny, his first one. I ain't trying to see you as a baby face gang. Uh, Nate, go ahead, man. Underrated. Underrated. Yeah. Um, it's more of a one night thing, but uh, I don't think Triple H gets enough appreciation. Maybe because we're so far removed from it. But it's his usage of legend legends at Raw Thirty. Um, because we all know if Vince McMahon was running that show, we all know somehow, some way, just somehow, even though Triple H can't do anything, that segment with Imperium would have ended up with Gunther and Imperium on their backs. And DX doing the suck it, throwing the glow sticks, ha ha, a legends rule, ha ha ha. I think the usage of that that segment was so good. Triple H, Shawn Michaels, X Pac, Kurt Angle, Road Dog, all looking at Gunther. You're like, nah, bro, we're too old. We're too old for this shit. We can't do this shit anymore. Which how all legends should be. You should, unless you're Edge in the literal physical best physical shape of your life. If you are done and retired and you have left the company, you should not be coming back and being like, I see Gunther. I'm about to super kick this man. We're going to pedigree this man. We're going to. No, he's Gunther. He's going to. Triple H. I'm not even going to get into what happened if Triple H chopped If he got chopped. But like you know, Gunther would pack all them up right now because they're all old. (laughs) Just got me. Yeah, like, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah I just, I just, I just want my, I want my head crazy. I'm not gonna lie. I a little just, egregious, a little egregious. Nah, oh. but <laughs> but I just appreciate that segment because I was like, we can't do anything, but we're gonna bring out three guys who actually can do something. Guys, you know, the younger guys, the current guys on our roster. We're gonna give them that rub, and then also the stuff that he did with Undertaker. Like with Undertaker Bray Wyatt, rest in peace. I'm glad we got that moment. Um, <laughs> oh, no. oh, my God. no, don't clip that. No, yeah, I said I'm glad we got that moment before that happened. Like, I'm really glad that we got that. Like, it's it was such a, a crazy moment, like seeing Undertaker like just passing a torch to Bray Wyatt. And he he put he goozled uh LA Knight and he passed him to Bray Wyatt. It was like that this is yours, just your moment, take it. And I'm glad we got that before his Man, un- uh, Bray Wyatt. unfortunate passing. That comment is egregious. I'm not even gonna acknowledge that. Um yeah, I don't but <laughs> 
But that 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 was a that was a good show. That was a good usage of the legends, and I, and I and that is how legends should be used. I think that did wonders for like everybody. Like and Jay, you just said it too. Man, SmackDown. Like I know we all miss him, but man, SmackDown would love a Bray Wyatt right now. SmackDown oh, yeah. would love Bray Wyatt. Right oh yeah. Now, I think oh, yeah. I genuinely think Bray Wyatt would be going stupid right now, bro. Like. I think Man, I think I'm we needed I think we needed a Roman Bray Wyatt feud before Roman gave up before Roman loses the title. We needed that story. Oh, like uh, like uh in like a, this version Bray Wyatt because I think but one thing that Bray Wyatt was always so good at he always was so good at using previous context for new feuds and but made it work for the new characters like the fiend. Oh yeah, when the fiend, when the fiend first came out, the only people he was targeting. All the people he lost to is the original Bray Wyatt, and that was amazing. And then they put the Universal Title on. Then they fed him to Brock Lesnar. I mean, uh, uh Goldberg. Goldberg. Yeah, Goldberg. Like, you know what I mean? And then even when he came back as this new character, yeah, the, the start wasn't as great as we'd hoped. But you could tell there was something coming. I still think Bo Dallas would have been here. I think when Alexa oh, yeah. would have finally had her baby, I think she would have been here. Like. She you know, she did have her baby. Oh yeah! Congrats to her. Congrats yeah, to her. Yeah, facts, facts, facts. But yeah, don't be surprised if you see her in eight weeks. Just put it like that. But hey, man. Yeah, her her and AJ Lee. I'm pushing that agenda. They kind of need her. They kind of need her. Smackdown or actually, Alexa. Does does Ron Alexa Alexa Bliss? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Raw. Yeah, Raw needs Raw needs somebody, bro. They need somebody. No, I think they just need to. Oh, I. I'm gonna say this one more time, and I promise. And then Trey, you can go with your underrated. They need to just whoever is booking the women's division in NXT, please just come up to the main roster. Please just come up to the main roster because they're doing this with no tag title and no mid card and one world title, and that division looks amazing. Like, yeah, okay, fine. Main roster ain't gotta have a breakout tournament, but it. Kiana James and, and, and what's her face? Uh, Roxanne Perez are feuding. Fallon Henley and uh, uh, Tiffany are feuding. Uh, 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 Ariana Grace had a little mini feud with the new one. Mm-hmm. Um, who else was uh, uh, Lyra Valkyrie is feuding with? Well, she was Zia Lee, but who is she? I don't know who she feud with now. That's four, that's, that's four feuds right there. I guarantee you that's more than what we got on the main roster right now. Oh yeah, I mean that's across. You got, you got, you got, you got damage control. Literally, damage control is the only few because that's the entire women's division. That's literally the entire women's division on SmackDown is the damage control. That's that's all of them. Damage Raw control is Zaya, Z- uh, Zoe, and Naya, and then yeah, Rhea doesn't have a challenge. And then, and then Chelsea, Chelsea and Piper Chelsea. versus Natalya and Tegan. I mean, Chelsea Green is funny. I like her. But go ahead, Trent. I love Chelsea Green. Well, I, I, yeah, Chelsea Green. Yeah, I'm not going to like it. You're not going to like it a lot. But I kind of feel is that, because I've been thinking about it for a minute, that Roman becoming part-time, it's kind of been an underrated thing just for how the service for just have the com- how the company has been. Because the fact that Triple H still kept him not as hated as he used to be, and the fact that he still kept him in great storylines with him and Sammy and all this stuff. I think he doesn't get talked about a lot because again, G Baby to me is that if Roman was still like 2020 Roman now, it they would have ran out of stuff to do. It would have been they would have ran out of so much stuff to do with him. 
it would have been even like they would like we talking about getting time with him now. It would be even way worse if he was still full time because you got to think about it. You probably can count on your hands um, who who else left Rome has to need to face. It's what Randy, Bobby, AJ Styles, AJ, and that's it. And, then, and, that's and, it. and if he was full time, they would have been ran through that. And he would have been ran through it. And people would have said, oh, he's burying this and burying that. I kind of feel like that making Roman part-time kind of helped him out because he just doesn't – he because Roman doesn't – he hasn't buried all the – he hasn't buried nobody, but it won't be making it seem like he's buried all the talent that there's left yeah. in WWE. Yeah, I think, I think when he became part-time, like, I think – especially, like, around the time when Sami Zayn was in the storyline, it was okay because you had you were you were telling stories. I think if he still would have been full time, obviously we had the J stuff and all that. I think that story would be going different, but I think this solo feud would have been happy. I'm gonna be honest with you, and if he was full time, because 2020 wrong moment, he used to win some map. He he used to he went it wouldn't be OD cheating like I was 2022 and like now. He used to yeah. beat people clean. And the way people would be mad if he started being certain these certain these certain stars clean, it would be an uproar. Like, could you imagine if he just oh beat LA Night clean? Because he beat he beat Biggie. When Biggie was champ, clean, yeah, easy, easy. Yeah, Matt clean. Riddle, clean. Uh, Daniel Bryan, that last match was clean, clean. too. People forget that. He, I say, and he, he, and he, he actually, and he actually wrestled in that match. I say, like, he used to get people clean, packed them yeah, up. That's like, what I'm saying. So that was he, a really good. I feel match. like he would, if he would have kept that flow until now, there'll be nobody. Literally, nobody left. Like we started two with Mick Carter's, bro. Like it'll be no storytelling. It will be like nothing. Like it will be like literally, you have nothing left for him. I still think he needs to beat Seth Rollins one more time before he retires. Or I they're gonna, do time. The, they gonna do the Triple H Batista thing with them, bro. They go. And that's you know, dumb because the whole story is like when it matters. It's, it's, so it's for the perfect. world title, like it's literally there. But they're literally gonna do the Triple H Batista where they're not gonna. Let's stay cash in on Seth, and Seth gets a little elimination chamber match or something. Uh, yeah, they're probably not going to do that, though, because it's because CM Punk is back. Um, another super chat from Ryan Newsom. I've always Ooh. dreamed, of, I've always dreamed of a fan match, Brett versus Engel, both in their prime in an Ironman match to see who was the better wrestler with HBK special guest referee. Engel, uh, pack him up. Oh, Engel, yeah. Engel, Engel oh, yeah. pack him Angle up. Is, yeah, Perk Engel, that's Perk Engel. He's talking about Perk Engel. Perk, Brett Hart, no, I, no, you're no. great. You're great. But Perk Engel, yeah, no. Nah, I that's... don't see the hype of Brett Hart. Neither do I. But I, I know he's, he's a great wrestler, and I'm not going to take that away from him. Great wrestler. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. but Kurt Angle would smash him. Just say it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kurt Angle oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In a shoot wrestling match. Oh, my God. And if, oh, we're, my God. and if we're doing in their prime, and I'm not going to lie, there's a lot of people. If we go in, in people's prime, AJ Styles, Brian Danielson, Samoa Joe. Don't get me started in my New Japan bet. No, not too much of I'm playing. Perk Samoa, uh, I mean, not Perk TNA Samoa Jones. Yeah, I was thinking TNA. Perk Samoa Jones. Perk Samoa Jones with your crazy. Nah, he's just been killing people. Only Black History Month Brock can beat Perk Angle, bro. That's atrocious. Yeah, that's, I mean, I mean, we lying? Oh, we lost. No, 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 no. Relax, relax, bro. Curse White. Relax, relax. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, what? Wait, Curse White. Oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. It went over my head a little. It's, he's saying that. He'll, he'll, he'll easy on him. He's not black, but like the only person that has not, well, actually, I can't even say that because 
Roman Reigns used to lose to Brock Lesnar all the time. All the time. All the time. Yeah, bro. Come on. Worst fashion. Kofi, Bobby, Omos, Cody. Beat them all, bro. Actually, that's another thing that we, that kind of, he gets, he doesn't get slapped for Triple H. That Bobby Brock feud? Oh, my. Oh. That's another one we, when Jay was going through. That was bad. That might that might be top three because ending a feud off a of DQ off a of kick that was bad. Come that on, that was bad, bro. and the match was short. The match was like six it minutes. Was, and, but Nate, it was just straight finisher fest. Her and block. even if you wanted to do, like, even if you wanted bad. to do the, even if you wanted to do the two one, like three matches two to one, every winner should have just won clean. Every right. winner should have just won clean. Yeah, all the all the matches ended in some type of except for the except for the one that Brock won. The Brock oh, one, yeah. he just he rolled, he rolled, he kind of sort of rolled him up. Bro, it was getting yeah. tight, and they was treating him like another Goldberg. He was just coming to matches fit. Like literally after the after the Roman match, the last match, that match with the absolute cook. He just went for just a straight finishing fest match. I'm like, bro, Brock because he didn't care. Because he didn't care. You he, think so? Yeah, Brock Lesnar. I think that SummerSlam match. I thought he. I, I think he thinks he was done. Because remember, right before that, Vince was fired. He left. He was like, I'm not doing this. So he was, he was, I think he thought he was done. And then they were like, hey, we'll bring you some more money. Come back. He's like, I guess I'll take a picture. But I feel like underrated for me. What one thing that I feel like Triple H has done that I feel like doesn't get enough love because of the unfortunate tag title situation that they're still together. I think he's made that tag division much better than what it is. I think he's helped save that tag division. Not to where I think it should be. We're not, we haven't gotten to the peak yet, but Alpha Academy, um, Street Profits are kind of getting there, not yet. After, not DIY. Yeah, DIY. I think Imperium for a minute was looking good. And then even the guys who were like, the, like you had the Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, like I feel like the tag, you felt like there was a tag division. You felt like it wasn't just, it wasn't just a bunch of random teams. They actually made sense. Like, you know what I mean? And I think I think right now, Triple H, because I am with Jade. I don't know why after Mania you just didn't split the titles. I don't know what you're waiting for. I don't know. Like, apparently this has been a plan for a minute. But I think what they're going to do, and this is just a prediction on my part, because I, I thought about it when I was watching NXT the other day. I think one of these days they're just going to randomly start a tournament. This is gonna randomly start like like kind of how what SmackDown Live did when they first debuted. There was like, all right, cool, we're gonna have a tag team tournament, and the Usos won it or whatever. I think that's a, what they're gonna do for both brands, but I think they're waiting to get some more NXT teams, like these new ones that they just debuted. I think they're waiting for them to kind of hit their stride because I think uh we already got the Creed brothers. I think uh Tony and Tony and Stacks are coming up. I think um there's another team, I think Angel Gar's in them. I don't think I think they're just redoing their character. I don't think there's no reason for them to stay in NXT as long as they need to. I think there's going to be a couple teams coming up that eventually we're going to get. But even if that's true, they waited too long. They should have been. Oh yeah, facts, right? I but the, I thought that was I thought that was happening after Mania. I genuinely thought that was happening after Mania. Like I I, I thought but, Sammy and Kevin were going to do the babyface thing and come out. Yeah. And say we are living proof that there's not enough to go around in this tag team division, and they were going to lay one of those down and then walk away. 
And I thought it was gonna be the I thought it was gonna be the SmackDown ones. I thought they was gonna chill on Raw and like, all right, SmackDown, have a tournament and they'll pro- yeah, like that's what I genuinely thought. Um another super chat, appreciate y'all from Trey Musa Gaming. Random What's question. Up, how do you feel about Ricky Starks in WWE? What brand would you put him on and how would you guys book him? I want to hear y'all's thoughts on Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks is a guy that Here's the thing. Is he is he talented? Yeah, does he have the look? Yeah. But there there are a, a handful of guys currently in AEW that I'm not sure would work in the WWE system and Ricky Sticks, Ricky Starks rather, I'm sorry is right on the edge for me. When I when I picture Ricky Starks in WWE, I think about Austin Theory. I think about Grayson Waller. Guys that his character and his look are very similar to. And I see how WWE have failed um, because they tried to do too much with Austin Theory and they're currently trying to do too much with Grayson Waller. And I think they would try and do too much with Ricky Starks. Um, but again, maybe that's just because... Nobody in AEW knows how to book. So maybe that's all it is. Maybe if he came to WWE and let Triple H cook, he'd be okay. But again, I, I see guys comparatively that are of similar styles to Ricky Starks currently in WWE and they're floundering and they're failing. So if I was Ricky Starks, I'd look at WWE and say, hold on, <laughs> maybe this isn't the best move for me right now. So right now, I don't think Starks and WWE are compatible for that reason. But maybe in a couple of years they will be. I think what you said kind of hit on the money. I and it's not just Ricky Starks. Him, Wardlow, Hobbs are the top three names that come to mind that people say, oh yeah, you should send them to WWE. And I don't see why. Because I don't think they would succeed. I saw Keith Lee in WWE not succeed. Braun Strowman, probably the hottest big man they've had. They floundered him. I don't think any of those guys come close to that, in my opinion. I'm not a fan of Wardlow. I think Wardlow had some momentum, but I think on his own, I haven't liked it. I think it's been pretty mid. I think they're trying to rebuild him now, but when he was cutting promos and trying to be a good guy babyface, I hated it. It sucked. Like, And he was hot potato in that title. Hobbs? I don't get him. I, I don't want to say I don't get him. I don't care for him even in AEW. Like, I don't... Like, I get the character. Yeah. Cool. Book of Hobbs is a nice little He's phys- physically very impressive. Yeah, very yeah impressive, but like... But... Eh, you know what I mean? Like, uh, like... No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, like, they're the guys I... that I think should just stay in AEW. And I think they're one of those guys. I think they fit that audience better than a WWE audience. I think if they were to go anywhere, they start with NXT. Obviously, that would be a place where they can find a different character. I think out of all the three, three guys you name, I think Hobbs would, would fare better. I think Hobbs Hobbs would be a better fit. Uh, Warlow is, you know, he I think he'd do pretty good in NXT. Probably won like the North American Championship, but on the main roster, I, I don't I don't see him being a star. Yeah, I don't, that I don't Powerbomb see that. Symphony's not gonna work on the main roster. I'm sorry. No, it's not. No, I like what you better said. Some yeah. guys are just perfectly fit in AEW, bro. Like, I think Warlow's a perfect fit for them. Like, like Luchasaurus, that's a perfect fit for them. Like, they oh, yeah, Luchasaurus, yeah. I don't think that's gonna like you bring them over here. People gonna be 
What going to see. Man, hey, relax, bro. Ain't no saving. Ain't, ain't no saving that man. Ain't no saving that man. Ain't no saving that man. He's a bot, but hey, he is the he is the devil though. So I can't nice. wait to see that. Watch, oh, man. I'll stop watching. <laughs> hey, you can stop, stop watching. watching. You can stop watching as long as the world end ends with Samoa Joe with that world title. So let me ask you this, you baby. Let me ask you uh-huh. this, you baby. So say at world's end, Jack Perry is the devil, and Samoa Joe lose. What you doing? Hey, so hey, look, 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 look. I got you. I got you. That's a great question. Because <laughs> the delusion in me always makes me win. If Samoa Joe doesn't win the world title, that's fine. That just means he's coming back to WWE. His contract, <laughs> his contract is up early 2024. So if he doesn't win the world title, okay, bet you're coming back to WWE. Okay, but okay, say if Joe oh, came to Okay, G Baby, G Baby, be objective here, real quick. Just be objective. Real be, quick. objective. be objective. Be objective. Because I know it does a guy. If Samoa Joe comes back to WWE, what is he doing? Oh, I'll tell you. Like, objectively, commentary. I, I, no, 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 no. Objectively, commentary. I, I mean, that's crazy. If he comes back to WWE, objectively, I think you took him on Raw, and I think you put him in a feud with the last person he, well, the last main roster person he feuded with before he left, Seth Rollins. That was you his last come on. No, Gee, that was his last main roster feud. And you that was know his last main roster feud. I and think you know they will. I think they will. Triple you H. Think- oh, you forget. That's how Triple H debuted Samoa Joe. That's literally how we debuted him on the radar. And you know what's gonna happen? You know what's gonna happen? Samoa Joe is gonna come back. He's gonna face Seth Rollins at the Elimination Chamber. He's gonna get packed up. No, it'll be the first feud after Mania after after Punk loses that title. That, that's going to be the first feud after. Hey, you, I, you, I, I promise y'all, when Seth Rollins loses the title, he's going back to losing. He's going back to losing like what he was doing before. You know what they're going to do with Seth? You know what's going to happen with Samoa Joe? He's going to be Seth Rollins. He's probably going to be another guy. Another guy, SummerSlam's going to come. He's going to face CM Punk. And the exact same thing that happened at All Out is going to happen at SummerSlam. Samoa Joe's getting packed up. He's not winning the world title in WWE. There ain't no way in hell. He's going to get hurt, and then he's going to replace Booker T on NXT, and we all win. <laughs> You made me like how you said, bro. Like, there's certain opportunities where some people it's the perfect spot to end up winning title. Finn Balor, Finn Balor was really SummerSlam. Didn't happen. Samoa Joe, what was, what was that pay? The Great Ball of Fire, wherever that, wherever yeah, that Great Balls of Fire, where, wherever that pay view was. That terrible name for pay view. Well, that was his perfect time to win it. He never won it. Gee, it's oh, it's over, bro. He's not no, winning. So, look, look, listen, 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 listen. And you th- and you know they about to and you know they about to have MJF as another John Cena. He about to win. He about to win. No, he's not. I'm in Long Island. I'm in Long Island. That's more of a reason because he's always been in Long Island as a heel. Now he's a babyface. That's more of a reason. Reveal the devil, especially if it's Jungle Boy. Oh my God! Reveal the devil. Samoa Joe wins. It's a win-win on cross. But I'm telling y'all right now. I, I hear what you're saying. I do agree. There is te- there are definitely times, especially when Samoa Joe was feuding with AJ Styles four times and he didn't win one of them. That was crazy. That's, that was egregious. That was that was that was disrespectful. But like it was like why even put him in the feud? Like I, I would rather him not fight for the title than lose four times. However, right? I think if he came back, I don't think he would have won the title in the first year, but I definitely think he'd win it in year two. I think that first year he just beat everybody. I don't think he would fight for a world title. I genuinely don't. But hey, man, hey, we don't, hey, I'm just saying we'll see. But um, oh wait, one more. I think ooh, I think we got a couple more super chats actually. Um, from Ryan Newsom. 
How about the Rumble and a 30-man Royal Rumble match be for Roman Reigns titles on the line? I like the idea. Thoughts? No, oh, sir. No. no. We have sir. already done this. No, no, sir. And you know why? Because we already know who the fuck's winning the match. Exactly. And that means yeah, we're getting another year work. without a Rumble, without a Royal Rumble winner. Yeah. That that idea when they first did it, I didn't hate it because I was like, "There's no way Roman's gonna start from one and win." So who was taking the title? That's how I felt when they did it. I was like, I just want to know who was taking the title. And they messed it up. Soon as, yeah, soon as Triple H's music hit, I'm like, well, that's the that's the that's the mania match because duh, he took him out, I guess. So I knew that. Right. If they do it this time, there's no Royal Rumble winner. If they do it, and we know and we know what if they do it this time, Triple H is trying to sabotage Roman Reigns' run. He's trying to sabotage it. He's trying to burn because there's no way you do that, bro. There's no way. Yeah, especially so, with yeah. CM Punk back. Especially with CM Punk back. It's, it's not happening. Short answer. T- short answer. Thank you for the donation, but terrible idea. Let's not do that. Thanks, thanks, thanks. And then Trey Music Gaming, Joe won't win because TK loves MJF. Gifts swerve the best. Yeah, but MJF. Okay, I'm all for that. I'm all for that. I'm all, I'm all for that. I'm all for that. You I'm all for swerve in the belt. Let's have a conversation. <laughs> Let, let's have a little conversation about swerve, right? I like what swerve has been doing. I like the dance entrance. I like his presentation. Oh. She's rubbing the hands together. Better am, not, I better the o- am I the only one? Like, if he won the world title, would I be upset? No, I wouldn't. But like, maybe it's just me. I'm just like, huh, do I really want to see him win that world title? Yes. Uh, like, I. Well, so what? What is it about Swerve to y'all? Because I'm not saying he's not a main eventer. I'm not saying he's not on that level. He's great in the ring. Great presentation. I personally am just kind of like. Uh, I'm cool if you don't. I'm cool if you don't. Okay, so I you will made, say you... I'll I'll go real quick because Nathan and Trent look like they're more offended than I am. I don't know. I don't really agree or disagree. What I will say is that for me personally, the the death match didn't do as much for me as as it did for <laughs> right, us. right, Jay. That's how I, I feel it too. He, did, did he successfully pull off a death match? Yes. He now does, and does that show that he is that he that he is flexible and that he he can do a lot of different things? Yeah. The, the, does does Hangman drinking his blood make him look like more of a that star to me? Yeah, no, not really. But does does he look better in AEW than he did in WWE? A thousand percent. But mm-hmm. I'm I'm not ready to to put him up there on the level of a. Of, of a Moxley or an MJF or 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 any Samoa Joe or any of these other guys that are in the company, one death match doesn't put him up there for me. I need to see more with Swerve before we start talking about world title picture. And that's all I, I feel like you described exactly how I'm feeling. The death match did not do it for me like it did other people. Like that, I think that's just what it is. I think it was a great match. I'll give you, I'll give you a pass, you maybe because I know how you feel. Because I feel that with certain other wrestlers, so I I hundred percent feel how you feel, bro. So I can't even I can't even give you pushback on it because there's been times where there's been other wrestlers that I'm like, y'all see the hype? I don't see it. I'm gonna think- tell y'all this. Wait, wait. Oh, you go ahead. You finish. I was asking you, do you think he's like? You don't, do you you don't think he's world championship material? See, because if I say no, it makes it sound like I'm calling him a mid carder. But it's not. not it's just not right. I don't think he should be not right now to beat MJF. I think if it's not if if it's not Samoa Joe, let me be objective here. 
If Samoa Joe does not win at the end of the period, because I think it's the perfect time to get the title off. He's already beat the record, and it's 2024. Get the title off. You don't need it no more. But if you're not going to do it with uh, Samoa Joe, the only way you can't be doing it with Samoa Joe is if you're doing it with Adam Cole. Because if you're not, if Adam Cole's not taking the title, what was the point of this story? Because one of them is turning. I still believe that. I still believe one of them is turning. I don't know who at this point. Because I think MJF has done such a phenomenal job as a baby. I think it's going to be Adam Cole. That's Because I, I think originally it was supposed to be MJF. But MJF as a baby face is doing a lot better than I thought. And Adam Cole is a great heel. Still don't think he should have ever been a baby face. So if they do with Adam Cole, fine. But if they're not going to do the Samoa Joe, it needs to be Adam Cole. Or else the point of this whole story that we was doing is pointless. And okay. I don't think anybody else taking the title off of MJF specifically, off of him, makes sense. I think Swerve should get it, just not off MJF. All right. So I was there for that death match. Holy shit. That shit was amazing. That match was incredible. Seeing that shit live was just different. Swerve is a not only is he a great wrestler, but everything in the ring he does, he just has it down. He just knows what he's doing. He just psych, psych, psychologically in that ring, he's 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 on another level. He's incredible. His mic work is incredible. His character work is incredible. I think he has the tool, everything it takes to be a top star. And I've seen someone post this before. And if you look back through history, it it's mostly true. During the Attitude Era, WWE was at war, the WWF at the time. And if somebody was hot, I like a Mick Foley or a obviously Stone Cold. It put the belt on him. It's probably why the belt changed so many fucking times in 1999. Right now, AEW is struggling. Okay, creatively, they're struggling. Uh, in the and you know people kind of not showing really showing up for these events. People really not caring anymore. Why not put it on one of your hottest stars? Especially, I don't know that. Of course, the timeline of Adam Cole, we don't know. Adam Cole could be fine next month. He could be fine in fucking June. We don't know. If Adam Cole is going to be better, I would say by revolution. Then still wait. Just wait. But if he's not fine by revolution, y'all need to take the title off MJF, MJF and give it to your hot star. Give it to somebody who the fans actually are getting behind right now. Shout the rocket to him. Maybe that will help you a lot. Let Swerve cook. But I agree with you, should be Adam Cole. But if it's if he's not going to heal by the first three months of the year of 2024, you need to get it off MJ. You need to get it off MJ. If it's Joe's, Joe's fine. Joe's cool. Joe can you he could do a little something. I just feel like Joe's a little too old. What if he gets hurt? What if like if he gets hurt? Like that's so my main you, concern with Samoa Joe. Okay, so do you think it's more of a curse thing because he's literally what what was his reign with the with the ROH TV title like six hundred some days? He wasn't hurt that whole time. Do you think it's just like a the second you get? I don't know. I don't know. That's the thing. I genuinely think it's only a main roster WWE thing because every other point of his world WWE and AEW. I don't know about his ring of honor, but every other point he wasn't hurt like that. The only and he wasn't hurt when they turned into NXT 2.0. They won't. Yeah, he wasn't hurt for that. Vince was just like, yeah, no, you're not our champion. I didn't want you back anyway. That that's what that was a Vince thing, right? So I feel like you're. I I agree because Adam Cole that injury of the ankle, total accident. That was definitely not. Yeah, that was yeah. I remember yeah. when it happened too. The second he yeah. landed, I'm like, Ooh, 
that just messed up a lot of y'all's plans. Like that just messed up everything. Because I think I think Adam I think the devil would have already been revealed. I think it would have re- revealed at full gear if Adam Cole wasn't hurt, right? So I think they're just kind of stretching it out. So as long as it's Adam Cole, I'm cool with Samoa Joe not winning. I'm cool with Swerve don't take it. But if it's not Samoa Joe, I mean if it's not Adam Cole, shoot, man, like I get Swerve and I'm not against it if he does win. But I don't know if it's going to hit the way we think it's going to hit. Yeah, I was it might not be, and it's not going to be Swerve's fault. But I don't think it's going to hit the way we think it's going to hit. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you, um, Nate, that do you think that Swerve is one of the wrestlers where it's like if he wins the belt, like do you think he could do justice, or he is, or he's like a, like a moment champion? Like you know how sometimes people want champions, mm. like Hangman Page, like Hangman Page. Yeah. I think with the proper buildup, I think with the proper buildup, you cannot make Swerve a moment champion. Again, mm-hmm. if it's not if, if Adam Cole is not going to be healed by by revolution, right? I just think I think there's enough time to build Swerve. If he can get a couple more big wins, you still got some some guys he can get a win over. But I mean again, it just it just it just really depends on because I think Cole's injury really just derailed everything. Like, yeah. I don't think Joe would have been even considered world champion if if Cole was still healthy right now. Joe yeah, winning being champion is, yeah. Joe being champion is fine. I think he'll have good matches. He'll get that world title run on a bigger stage that he shouldn't that he should have got. But I don't see. I don't see. Honestly, I don't even see Joe's rank hitting like that. To be honest, I don't either. Yeah, like, see, 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 and, and that's the thing. I also can't acknowledge. I, I don't think Samoa Joe's reign is hitting longer than six months. I think it might be a five month thing. You'll give you'll give him a paper and that's it. Yeah. But he'll defend yeah. it in between. I, I don't think his reign's gonna be that long. The way I feel, they told the greatest story that they've ever told with Hangman Adam Page. They had him hold the title for three yeah. months. Yo, he feuded with so, Ryan so, Danielson, and then he started feuding, and he had the match with Adam Cole, and then it was Lance Archer. Once Lance Archer was a challenger, I was like, Yeah, you're yeah. You're right no, there. I was. So, genuine- so, Oh, go ahead, go ahead, because it was off tackle. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say. So, with that being said, do we just keep the belt on MJF till Adam Cole is just healed? Because exactly. we've already, because you never know if yeah. Joe or Swerve are going to hit as champions like MJF. Like we could sit here and be like, oh, he's got all the tools. Oh, it's Joe. Oh, it's Swerve. But at the end I, of the day, I think the bigger question is though, and, and this is coming from me, and I've I've said it on the show before. Adam Cole personally is one of my ten favorite wrestlers of all time. The bigger question is, is there a payoff at this point to waiting for Adam Cole to be healthy? How many years now has he struggled with how many years now has he struggled with health? Like what guarantee has he given anyone at this point that if you if you wait that out, he comes back, he has one match and wins the title. How has he proven that he's not just gonna get hurt the next week and then you're back in the same position you were in before? I love Adam Cole. Dude cannot stay healthy. You you know what I would you know what I would check because I do because he had what the concussion issue and then yeah, yeah. hurt his ankle. There is one way we can get around that though, Jay, and which is why I think if you this is this is if you're going to wait for Adam Cole, if that has been your plan and that's the payoff you're going to stick with. There's two things I'm going to say. One, don't put Swerve in the world title match. Please don't, because he, if you if you're going to be stubborn, don't have him lose. And two. I don't know what the deal is with Bobby Fish. 
I don't know what the deal is with Kyle O'Reilly. But if that's what you're, if, if that is going also into the effect of what you're waiting on, I feel like Undisputed Era, in some way, shape, or form, needs to come back. Because I'm sorry, Roderick Strong and the Kingdom aren't going to do it for me. They have not been pretended as serious. They seem like they're not taken serious. Roderick Strong is just funny, which is why he keeps getting on TV. He's funny. I do like the next Strong and that's all true. that. That's funny. But an uh, Adam Cole-led faction, the funny should just be a cherry on top, not your gimmick. So we either need to – because remember, they were doing this elite storyline before he had that concussion. It was supposed to be him and Kenny when they both got – when Kenny got back. I need some version of Undisputed Era to come back. Or, like, I because I, I think they might be back. Like, I'm holding out hope that that's who the devil is. It's Adam Cole and the rest of them are undisputed era. I'm holding out the thinnest of hope. But if not, I I, I don't I don't know. I don't, Nate might be right. Might as, it might as well keep it on MJF, but you run the risk of it getting stale. I think right now it's not stale because we have – but a lot of people got turned off by Jay White losing. But they violated Jerry Ryan Odito. They violated exactly. Yeah. They they they, oh, they, they could have done that a lot. They could have did a lot. They did not need the the injury. Angle. They, they not. did not need the injury angle. They could have just let. They could have just ran the thing. He got tired. He even if they beat him up a little bit, you didn't have to send him to the hospital. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, that was OD. You could have literally just got jumped. And and literally, you get jumped. Fine, bro. Cheated three times. Jay White cheated three times. Still couldn't get the dog. Like after a and, and then you were gonna let Adam Cole wrestle, but you guys were trying to stop MJF. Everything was just over, but that was just yeah. Crazy. But G, this is a genuine question because I uh-huh. I don't know. Where is Miro? Where's who? Miro. Oh, he's got a storyline with CJ, I think. Where's oh, anybody, yeah. Trent? Oh, where's anybody? Has That's anybody what I'm gonna say. Hey, matter of fact, I'm gonna look into I'm gonna look into this camera when I say this because I just thought about it too. Hey. For everybody, and, and Jade, I'm sorry, but for everybody who was like, CM Punk is a cancer, this, this, oh, that, and the third. No, he still is. Hey, is Collision, can be is collision, hey, you're right, is Collision the same show without him? Collision I didn't watch Collision when he was there because I thought it was a waste of time. I so put it I on can't. TVR. Collision was a good show when he was there. It I'm was not the, the man to speak it, to. Collision was their best show when it first came out. It was better than Dynamite. And what did they do? CM Punk is gone, and they took Jay White and them off of, off a of collision. Collision's not been the same since. It's been kind of mid. It's not rampage bad. And they and not- yeah they yeah it's I don't I don't yeah it's just a lot of nothing really going on in that show. That I, yeah, because at least when Jay White and them were there, that was important. Ricky starts in in uh, big cast or whatever the. Yeah, Big Bill, B- B- BCG versus FTR was freaking incredible. Yeah, like that was like they had a very hot start, but it then it then it just turned into their secondary show, and it sh- it showed so hard. It was just really yeah, it's, it's not good. Yeah, so I, yeah, I don't know what's going on with Collision, but um, we got about fifteen minutes before we head out. I did want to ask you or like ten, so I'll go on the same thing going around the room. I'll start with you this time, Trey. Who is someone that you want Triple H to push going forward? In that, you know, I know we're getting close to me. Who is someone that you want Triple H to start pushing? I mean, you know me, Street Profits. 
I, but I know, I know it's it's a hard way to figure out because Judgment Day with the, the what's his name, they still got both belts and they haven't um, split them. But I just feel like at least have them win more often because you you gave them a terrible start in your first live event and you lose the LWO. At least have them just start winning these matches on SmackDown. Like just win. I just, want them to win. I just want them to win a lot to where they don't look like just a regular old SmackDown tag team. Because you again, when they first got when they when Bobby Lashley first hopped up the car and they all dapped them up, he was all super excited because we've been waiting to finally see this, and then we get it, and it's like, eh, like you're you're not excited anymore. So I feel like I feel like just Bobby and the Street Profits. Oh, I think I want them to get a bigger push, bro. Nate. Uh. Man, who I want Triple H to push. Oh, my God. Katana Chance and Caden Carter, bro. Them or Isla Dawn and Thank and, you. That, that, is a, Fire. that is a Those two, better. bro. Thank you. Thank you. Thank like, you. come on. Yeah. Like, at least one of those teams, bro. Like, you have two legitimate tag teams in your women's tag team division, and they're never on screen. And now, I, I don't even think they've even competed for the tag titles outside of that stupid-ass unification match. Well, they were telling the story with Alba Fire and Island Dawn. Like, they were the reasons that the tag yeah. came first. And then what, what happened? God, they just, I don't know what happened. They just stopped being on TV. Just do it away. Like, like I'm on, bro. And also, Omos. Yeah. Yes. G-Baby Cole. Deadass. Omos. Dead, dead. No one else going to say it besides being tricked. Omos. Okay. My answer, you're seeing it in chat right now. At LA Night. Yeah. Um, yeah. He he didn't beat Roman. It, fine, okay. You got to do something big with LA Knight. He is too big, too big of a personality to just let falter to the wayside. CM Punk, be damned! I don't give a fuck what CM Punk does. It cannot, cannot negatively impact LA Knight. If it does, if CM Punk being back somehow ends up shoving LA Knight out of any success that he was going to have otherwise, don't come crying to me. Don't come crying to me. You cannot I mean, let LA not falter. You I think cannot he's let LA not falter. Mania. I think he's yeah. gonna. Yeah. yeah. But for me, that's the um, only thing for real he can do. Honestly, he can do it. Yeah, facts. Um, for me, um, I really want Shayna Baszler to win the title at Mania, but I know it's not gonna happen. No, 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 listen, no, listen. I know it's not gonna listen. I know it's not going to happen. But I want it. But she should. She should. She Man, should be the one to be Rhea. Realistically, that, yes, that's what the I story's said. already there. The story and Hunter, speak. Hunter, you told this story. It's there, bro. Like you told this story. You know what? Who made this story? It's literally yes. right there, bro. Yes, bro. And I think I think Shayna should be the one to win. The- Come on, have Rhea gonna, be like. It's not, it's not gonna be Charlotte. It's not gonna be Becky and Jay Cargill ain't doing it. So I want it to be Shayna. Liv's yeah. not winning the Rumble. AJ Lee's gonna show up. She's not gonna I, get though. I'm going to T- G Baby. It is it is the perfect story to happen, but we just don't want to accept it. Liv is probably going to win the rumble. She's not winning the rumble. No, I, she's not. No, I, she's I, not. I I would not be surprised. I would not be Bailey. It's gonna get she's a great showing. It's gonna be Bailey. It's gonna be Bailey or Shayna because Bailey has the story with EO. But look, but would it be surprised? Look, just think about it. Jay Cargill probably comes out one or two. She get the most eliminations. Liv come out late. She eliminated her. It's not gonna look bad. That's Jay terrible. Liv is not Liv is, bro. Why you said Liv is not eliminating Jay Carter. Liv is not eliminating Jay Carter. Look, not a chance in hell. Look, look, there's no chance. 
I don't even think it's no. I I hear you out because it looks mad unrealistic, but I can definitely see them doing it because the story is there though. Because who took Rio? I mean, who, I'm who, really who, who, who took what's the name? Who took Live Out? Technically, technically, her, yeah. She's the last person to be Rhea clean. There's just so much stuff. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. I, there is no way. Rhea when she was still uh, blonde hair Rhea. Here's the thing. It, no, it was that Judgment Day Rhea. I don't remember her being her in Judgment Day. Rhea. Early like, Judgment early. Day. She oh, was in Judgment Day for like two early. weeks. Two weeks, bro. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. That don't, that don't count. Here's fresh in Judgment Day, bro. Trent, here's the thing. And then I know, and then we're going to get on because I know Jay got to go soon. Here's the thing. When Triple H first took over, what the, the first two things he did in that women's division was debut damage control and get that title off of Liv Morgan as soon as he No, stop. No, stop. Because everybody knew that Liv Morgan was not a believable champion. The only time she had beat Ronda was some crazy roll-ups and the money in the bank cash-in that okay, she so almost tapped out to. So here's my thing. Wait, wait, wait. They violated what her reign? You don't think they violated? I don't think she ever should have won it to begin with. Because I don't, I don't, I don't. But I'm she won money in the fan. bank by default because no I'm one not the biggest. I'm, I'm, getting, so I'm not even a Liv fan. I don't even like Liv Morgan. But again, she, I feel she like never the she was I feel like she got violated, bro. She wasn't ready. And she wasn't ready then. You do you think she's gonna be ready when she come back from the rumble? No, she ain't ready, bro. She ain't ready for this. I don't want her to win the rumble. I don't let's not get to I don't want it. I don't want this, bro. I'm not gonna lie. I want her to get I want her to get eliminated so fast when I see her. I do not like live more, but I can definitely see a real live mania. I swear you want to know why. And this is the last thing before we move on. The reason why mania 40 has the potential to be up there with X7. As just off the potential of the cards we see, facts. We're going to get a Charlotte something match, probably Jade. Jade. We're going to get a Rhea something match. If it's not Becky, I think it's going to be Becky because they've been telling that for a minute. But if it's, it's not it's Becky, gotta be Becky. there's literally no one else. But if it's not Becky, it's going to be Shayna. Becky could still do something at Mania to make it seem important, and we're going to get the Bailey EO match most likely with the return of Hugger Bailey, most likely. That's most likely. I don't think she's coming back to her. I don't think she's going. Okay, back maybe to not hug her, but babyface Bailey. There is no way. I was gonna say it ain't no way, bro. That'd Roma, be terrible. Okay, how about? I'm Roma? not gonna lie. Role model Bailey's perfect. Hugger Bailey would be terrible. If she came back and hugger Bailey. That'd be terrible. That yeah, shit would be. That ass. would be bad. And if Sasha Banks comes back, boom, there's a match right there. Okay, I feel you, but again, G, just think Liv is. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I wouldn't be shocked if Liv wasn't even on the card. Um, to, but I'm just saying though. I'm. I'm just gonna say this now. Do not. Be surprised. I, I'm just letting you know. Do not be surprised if Liv Morgan wins. I do again. I don't. She's gonna be in the final five. Or final she's gonna be in the final four for sure. Not even like that's oh, yeah. final four is gonna be oh, yeah. her, Jay, Shayna, and ooh, we'll Bailey. Bailey. Yeah, Bailey. Bailey. Um, Bailey. I'm saying though, bro, because oh, the storyline is story so. already there. I think. I think so too. But again, the storyline is there, bro. <laughs> we, we gotta let Jay go. We gotta let Jay go. Yeah, Jay, last thing, last thing. I know we got like three minutes. So last thing, who is somebody you want Triple H to stop pushing? That that is how we will end our show. Who do you want Triple H to stop pushing? I know honestly, of, of of everyone that he's that he's currently giving any TV time to, I, you got to give up on Natalia H. You got to give. I I don't I don't care. I don't care who she's teaming with. She is not the answer to your tag team division's woes. That's how you got to go, bro. That's how you got to go. 
Yeah, I, I second that. Is that your answer, Nate? Uh, My answer is Natalia, bro. She's not doing anything. Stop putting her on TV. I don't give a fuck who her uncle is. I don't give a fuck who her daddy is. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what her last name is. Take her at A, 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 Triple H. Take her ass off the fucking screen, dog. She ain't, she ain't it. God. I'm gonna be I got real. nothing to add. I have no notes. I have no notes. <laughs> retire her jersey. No, nah, don't even retire jersey. She don't, don't even don't, hang her. Put that shit. Her put that shit in the rafters. Don't put that shit in the rafters. The fuck? Pack that up in a locker. Put that in the locker room. Don't see that shit. Pack it oh up. Oh my gosh. Trent. <laughs> see, I don't know if he he don't get pushed like that anymore, but he did. I have really two, but I'll say one. Ricochet. And he's just an in-ring merchant. I don't want him on my screen anymore. There's nothing besides all hey. he's literally he has no promos. When you walk on, you he see him. It. It's a great entrance. He do the little right now. He's a Samantha Irvin. Yeah, I was like, he's a Samantha Irvin merchant. That's what wait. Get him. Me. I'm not gonna lie. Get him off my team. Get him off my screen. He's an in-ring merchant. Like he get has him off my team. Like, he said, put him on the bench. You put put him, please. Put him on the bench somewhere far away. Twelfth man. Like, put him in the reserves. G. You may not like it. You might not like this one at all. But oh, I'm not I swear if you say this name, bro. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, it's just get off my screen. Bro. Oh no! <laughs> oh, screen, I, I hey, bro. Oh, hey, bro. bro. Hey, bro. Hey, hey, that's hey, weird. Hey, hey, okay, just let, hear me out. That's bro. disrespectful, bro. Just hear me out. Sometimes, G, your best just ain't it, dog. It, it ain't, bro. I'm sorry to tell you, bro. Sometimes your best just ain't it. He's doing these Damn. promos that um the Jabby and Jabbies. It's it's cool. But it's gonna to start to get played out, and nobody's gonna jack it anymore. I don't think so. You wanna know why I don't think so? You wanna know why I don't think so? Because mm-hmm. I think what we usually think of as the casual WWE fan, I think the casual WWE fan has gotten a little bit smarter in the past couple of years because of COVID. Mm-hmm. So I think they kind of know, maybe not to the fullest extent, but I think the casual WWE fans knows what these guys could have and should have been. So I think I don't think Shinsuke's look, we talk about guys probably not winning another world title again. I think Shinsuke is definitely on that list. Yeah, he's cooked. He's cooked. Yeah. He's cooked. I don't think he's winning a world title at all. Like he's he's like what? Oh and 12 in WWE title matches? He lost to Shinsuke four times, lost to gender three times, and who know and lost to Seth twice? Like oh and nine. I just feel like Shinsuke himself, he's limited. You know, I've listed this first month. Like, he's just limited, bro. Yeah, he's a main card guy. He's, he's, he's like the best that you can give. But I, I gotta say, bro, sometimes your best just ain't enough. Like, that's tough. That, that's really what it is in the business. And he's one of those guys, bro. The promo skills, cool. Um, you know, and ring, I think that's the best thing about him. But anything else you're gonna really talk about, Shinsuke, you're not gonna really talk about, bro. I guess we got a couple more super chats before we gotta head out. Uh where are we? Where are we? Uh from Sir Darko 3. Remember Adam uh KOR and Bobby turn on the Bucks. KOR I do remember that. Means- Kyle Riley, yeah. Oh, I remember Riley. Riley, yeah, yeah. I thought he was talking about the group. I mean, yeah, they did turn on the Bucks. That that was the thing. Is Kyle Riley on collision? Kyle Riley no, hurt. hurt for a long time. I mean, what happened? Damn, I need that. I think well, his career is over for a while, but I think yeah, I, think I heard is. I think it's like career ending. I think I think that's what they said. Like it, it could be over. 
It could be like like he. It's not like edge levels, but but it's up, yeah, but it's bad. It's bad. Yeah. And then from Sir Darko again, appreciate you for the super chats. Now that Triple H is booking, who? Oh, now that Triple H is booking, who from NXT do y'all see as top champ materials? And that'll be the last question we end on for the day. Easy, Ron Breaker, very easily. Yeah, that's just that's just not even comparable. Like that's yeah, that's Ron Breaker, bro. Well, let me let me put a little twist on it. Who's the mid Carter in NXT that you think could succeed? Mid Carter right now. Are we talking about like okay? Yeah, yeah sure, mid Carter right now. A mid Carter in NXT. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Wesley. And he'll get and he'll get over. I think Trick could get over fast too, especially how oh, Booker yeah. T, especially how Booker T has been hyping up his theme song, which is a fire theme song by the way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think fair. Trick would. I think Trick will. I think Trick will kill the mid card scene. Him and Wesley. You said Wesley. Yeah, I said you Wesley. Know yeah. You know, you know what I'm scared about, Wesley? And I'm scared they're going to put him in a tag team with Ricochet when he gets up there. I'm so scared. I'll be honest with you, G. If that happens, I'm off. I'm, I'm off Wesley. Well, I'm just because well, I feel like it's, I'm gonna give all. I'm, I'm gonna lose all hope. I'm gonna lose all hope. Probably, he's probably. I think, I think it depends on the brand because I think SmackDown is starting to go more towards the lean, like the Dragon Lee, the Santos. I think that's the mid card division they're trying to build. And then I think Raw's mid card division is kind of a little bit like I guess Bronson Reed, Ivo, yeah, yeah, Bronson Reed, Ivar, that kind of thing, you know, all that. So maybe, but um, I think <laughs> y'all not gonna like this, and this is how we end the show. I think if you give Baron Corbin one more chance on the main roster after this I'm NXT one, if you give him one more chance, game, I'm not I mad think at that. It'd be the mid card champion that he always should come on, come on. Wait, before we end off, you'll give Baron Corbin a chance, but you won't give Liv Morgan a chance. All right, here we go. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Why, like, let's get some seconds. Hey, if you send Liv Morgan, now I don't even think Liv Morgan needs to go back to NXT. She just needs to build. She needs to build a believable character. If she's gonna, she needs to go back to that Harley Quinn character. Either, either that, or if she's gonna be an Ultimate Babyface, be an Ultimate Babyface. But the reason why Ultimate Babyfaces work is because they eventually end up winning. Bailey, for example, she was the Ultimate Babyface because she can never get over the hump. She finally got over the hump, and then once she got there. She wasn't still acting like she can't get over the hump. That was Be- Becky, for example. The reason Becky got so much support, she was always, she was finally getting over the hump. When she finally got her opportunity, got stolen from her from Charlotte. And everybody was like, nah, we wanted this Becky moment. She took advantage. And then the Survivor Series stuff happened. We know she took more of an edge. If you're going to be an ultimate baby face, be the ultimate baby face. But once you get to the top, stop acting like you haven't got there. Seth Rollins. Y'all remember when Seth Rollins beat Brock Lesnar at Mania? Great moment. Yeah. Hey, wonderful. Brock Lesnar came back one million in the bank, cashed in on Seth. You have already beaten him. We saw you the same year beat Brock Lesnar at Mania. Why are you acting like it's such an unbeatable task for you? He laying on the ground in the ring like, I will beat Brock Lesnar. Like, yeah, that was terrible. What do you mean? That was, You've already done that was trash. You've already done it. So I think I think Baron Corbin. Hey, one more chance. That's all I'm saying. But we're gonna get out of here, man. Appreciate y'all, y'all who donated. Appreciate y'all for sticking with us. Like the video, comment, yes, subscribe, sir. become a player's choice member. Man. 
Don't forget, bro. Don't forget, man. Acknowledge your mask, bro. Don't forget. I'll do it for you because you know what? I'm in a good mood tonight, so I will. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did they get rid of it? They got rid of it. Dang, they did this dirty. I got crazy. I got you. I got you. I'll give you. I got you. I got you, man. Acknowledge him. Acknowledge. Acknowledge your much. You already know what I gotta do, bro. You already know. You already know. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I cannot believe they got rid of it. That's crazy. Yeah. Nah, he's wild. Oh yeah. All right, y'all like the video. Y'all be easy. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. Catch y'all next time.